The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Struck by lightning sounds pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Stuck by bee sting, nothing but a bee thing. Better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up, tell the bookie put a bet I'm not a damn thing will go wrong. The odds are that we will probably be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright tonight. The odds are that we Hit by the A-train, crashed in an airplane I wouldn't recommend either one Killed by a great white or a meteorite I guess there ain't a way to go, that's fun But somewhere in the world, someone is gonna fall in love By the end of this song So get up, get up, no one's never gonna let them So you might as well sing along The odds are that we will probably be Alright, odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright for another night Sure things go wrong But I'll take my chances Odds are wrong So why not play? Pretty frightening, but you know the chances are so small. Hit by the A-train, crashed in an airplane. Better chance you're gonna buy it at the mall. But it's a 23 or 4 to 1 that you can fall in love by the end of this song. So get up, get up. No, I'm never gonna let them, so you might as well sing along. The odds are that we will probably be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright. Odds are we gonna be alright tonight. The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright tonight The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright tonight The odds are that we will probably be alright Odds are we gonna be alright Odds are we gonna be alright There we go. We kind of got there. Um, thank you very much indeed. The cameras are falling all over the place. Let's just put that there and we'll adjust it in a little bit so that people can see everything and can enjoy everything in uh, full glory vision. This is the Late Night Alternative with myself, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Catherine Boyle is here. Hello. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. You can watch, kind of watch the show if it doesn't keep falling over. I left the proper tripod at home, you see. So you can watch bits of the show. We may knock it on the head. You can, you can watch bits of the show if you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash um, Ian Lee. Phil John says, why don't you just get a GoPro? Because you can't stream um, directly free onto Periscope from a GoPro, Phil. But thanks very much for um, sticking your beak in where it's not wanted. <laughs> it's not as if I haven't spent hours 
and hundreds of pounds investigating this film. But thank you so much. This is the thing, one of the many things I hate about Twitter, right, is when you ask a technical question, okay, you ask a technical question, um, and you go, guys, I'm really struggling um, getting, I'm, I'm really struggling to set a start point in a movie I'm creating on Final Cut Pro X. Does anybody who's used this software know how to do it, right? And then what, what people do is they, they Google it, which I, I, I've done, and I couldn't find the answer on Google, or they go, well, have a look at this YouTube video, Ian. And I go, oh, this is someone who's obviously done it before, and I'll, um, I'll, I'll look at the YouTube video. It's got nothing to do with what I'm asking at all. And it's pe- people just guessing. People just guessing. I don't, I don't want guessing. I can get, I've spent, when I go on Twitter to ask a technical question, I've spent two hours guessing. I've spent at least two hours guessing and, a, and at least an hour and a half Googling. I've done that. When I go on Twitter, I want people who know, who actually know the answer. People who use Final Cut Pro X or whatever application it is that I'm talking about. Or whatever, whatever thing it is, I, I want people, I don't want people going, um, well, I, I googled it and I found this thread on Reddit. Jesus, really? I googled it and I found a thread on Reddit. And do you know what? It was naff all use. Of course I've done that. So everybody, if I ever ask, a, and then what you have to do is you, go, you have to go, uh, thank, uh, thanks, thanks, but that doesn't help. Thanks for that. But that's not quite right. When really what you want to do is go, just delete your account, you moron. God, if I, if you lived next door to me, I would come round and I would stab your eyes out with a pencil. That's what you want to say, but you can't say it. You can't say it because you're the um, replacement showbiz correspondent on Good Morning Britain. And so you've got to be, oh, thanks, guys. Thanks so much for that, guys. Really appreciate, um, really appreciate the effort. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome uh, to. Dale Winton's died. Um, it's sad. I didn't know Dale Winton, of course not, but I was on an episode of Pets Win Prizes. You've seen the clip of that, haven't you? I have indeed. Yeah, did you had a um, uh, sombrero with carrots on Sat it? Sat on a deck chair, had a sombrero with carrots, and a donkey had to eat it. A donkey had to eat it. That's what happened. And that was your big break. Um, it was one of many big breaks I had. <laughs> <laughs> one of many, many big breaks that I had. Um, and my sister used to work with Dale Winton, and um, she said he was. A, she said uh, Dale Winton, along with Gabby Roslin, was the, the two nicest people that she um, ever worked with. So, um, so you know, uh, in the great scheme of things, I'm aware it's you know it's it's Dale Winton. It's not the Pope, you know. Um, uh, but, it, you know, he seemed like a nice bloke. A lot of people enjoyed his television shows. And, um, you know, that's, 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 that's life, isn't it? That's the circle of life. And here's the thing now. He's, he was 62 and I'm 44, 45 in uh, a few weeks. And I'm starting doing, you know, death maths. And I'm thinking, uh, that's, I've got, that's 17 years. Yeah. I, I might have 17 years. If you were Dale Winton and, and well, you're not. Well, no, exactly. But I might have less than 17 years. There are people, 
um, you know, uh, people who die are earlier than that. I, I just don't know. My old man was uh, six, probably 62 when he died. So, you know, you just don't know um, what's going to happen. You just don't know. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number um, if you want to give us a call. Et, right. Everyone that's complaining about the YouTube feed. Everyone that's complaining about the YouTube feed. I'm talking specifically to you, you entitled, smug, millennial assholes. Right? This is a this is bonus that you'll get. This is bonus. Right? I sweat my ass off every night trying to bring you the best live video stream available anywhere on the bloody planet. So everyone going, oh, it keeps falling over. Oh, it's a bit close. Oh, I can't sit. Just go and jump off of a bridge. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one. And you're not going to be able to hear the phone calls till the adverts because I've not got headphones that stretch over here. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Evening, Ian. Good evening, Alan. You're fighting me there. I'm going to, well, it wasn't aimed at you, Alan. Are you watching on YouTube? I have, but I didn't make a comment. Okay, well, it was it was still it was still aimed at you, Alan. If you were watching on YouTube, it, because I want Lord to listen on the app. Yeah, well, they can't they can't hear you on YouTube now. Oh dear! No, no, it's not. Oh dear! It's a radio show. <laughs> Guys, this is me speaking. If you can hear me, they can't hear you, Alan. Are you thick? Yes, we know the answer to that. You can't hear you. Well, so I was going to talk about Dale Winton. <sighs> Go on, then. I actually started hearing his career when he was at Beacon Radio. Did he? Well, let's let's have um, Dale Winton's career as summed up by Alan Caddick. Well, he's doing his career at Radio Trent, but I first heard him when he was at Beacon Radio, and he was really good. And then he went over to Radio 1... Isn't it funny to, to isn't it funny to think this is how this is what the old days were like, kids. Dale Winton was on Radio One. <laughs> I mean it, it just seems it's so implausible now, doesn't it? Oh no. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he bunted into television with his big break on supermarket sweep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they did Petrin Prizes. You cry- are you crying or are you laughing at the no. folly that was Pets Win Prizes? I'm still coughing. You're, co- you're, still, you're, you're still coughing, okay. I read well. the Pets Win Prizes and then he went on to do the lottery. No. And then he's fallen off the radar with Hole in the Wall. Yeah. Well, I loved Hole in the Wall. I never saw it. I've, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen images from it. I know they had to wear tight lycra and uh, bring on the wall, but that's it. It was hilarious! <sighs> Are you the man Anton de Beck doing that? Yeah. What? Anton de Beck did the second series of Hole in the Wall. Did he? Tony Beak. Anthony Beak. Anton de Beck. Yeah, yeah, but his real name's... This isn't even a joke. His real name is Tony Beak. I didn't know that. Yeah! It's Anton de Beck. And I've met Anton. He's a very nice bloke. But his, his real name is Tony Beak. Oh, why did he have a posh name? Because, well, because Tony, Tony Beak. And ne- next on uh, Strictly Come Dancing, it's uh, Natasha Kaplinsky dancing with Tony Beak. <laughs> 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 right, right. Giddy Donut. I don't... 
on YouTube. I don't want to be one of those people who offer up something that you probably already know about. But another GoPro solution is a Mevo camera. Get me. Jesus, <gasps> I've looked into all of this. I have looked into all of this, right? And I've not got millions of pounds. I'm being sued. Get this. Because of the funny tweet I did. Because I was hacked yesterday. I've got to say I was hacked. Because I was hacked yesterday and um, the hacker uh, offered to give um, followers loads of cash and then I managed to get um, control back and I deleted all of that. Four people, four people are suing me for the money. And if they win, then the others can sue me for the money. So don't give me this Mevo. Time out. Whoever that person was who suggested the Mevo, time out. Time out. Time out. You can time them out. I'm not... This is just for the people watching on YouTube and the heavy breathers. Just watch it, right? Watch it. Sorry, Alan. I'm really sorry about that, mate. Mommy, you really are so much I'm, I'm, I'm furious. I'm furious. Oh, I would be furious if uh, people messing me about. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. We're not having it. We're not having it. We're not, we're not, we're we not. We need to clamp it down. We need to clamp it right down. Uh, look at this. We've uh, turned it big. No government can past name to it. But Anton Demek was off the tongue. Does he now? I don't know him that well, Alan, but I'll take your word for it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Just to just to clarify, the the ranting there, the anger, the fury. It's not aimed at the listeners at home, or listening on the radio, or listening on the apps, or the, listening online. The ones that count. They, they, it's not. It's not aimed at at, at at you guys. It's aimed at. It's aimed at the um uh the people on YouTube who are watching it. Okay, that's who it's aimed at. It's not aimed at you. Uh, 03444991000. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. We're timing everyone out on YouTube for impertinence, okay? Got my team of Matthew, my mods, Matthew, um, Jeff, Catherine, and I've been in there. We're timing everyone out. You get timed out for 300 seconds for impertinence, okay? Just, just, just impertinence. Um, good evening, Noel Taylor. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hello. You all right? Very, very well, Noel Taylor. Um, how are you? How, how's things in your crazy make-believe world? I'm really well, thank you. That's great news. Top, top of the world. What, what have you got for us tonight? I've got some important things to mention about Paradise Earth in the Desert. Is it to do and with human um, feces fueling a, a make-believe world? Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Then I'm in. Count me in. Well, the things are that a rudimentary toilet will be needed to donate your excrement for growing plants in the desert. Can I just stop the clock for a second? By the way, if you're a new listener, this guy actually means this. This isn't this isn't him phoning up doing a, a, a spiel. He actually means it. Go on. Or you could modernise your toilet by putting a bin bag in it. <laughs> uh, this, will, this will be done by everyone wow. in the world. Hang on a minute. Do you mean like a black... Um, like a black um, bin liner or like one of the smaller ones for the pedal bin in the kitchen? No, it'd be a, a brown bin liner. Okay, uh, brown. Thick, thick brown plastic so it doesn't break because that's pretty important, isn't it? Yep, 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 of course. 
By the way, just say, that's uh, enough of the timeouts now, guys. I think we've got everybody. Anyone else that joins now, they're welcome to join. They weren't part of the guilty party. So everyone, so that's enough of the timeouts. We're starting afresh. We're starting afresh. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Matthew. The only people in this world I can rely on. Everyone else, um, 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 I hate. Sorry. What about me? I hate you. So you oh. you want us to put a, a brown bin liner in our lavvy to catch our fecal dumps? But ideally, I did a great a one today that could have probably fueled your city for a year. <laughs> to quote to quote Britney Spears, it was toxic. Ideally, you'd use a rudimentary toilet here. And do you know who wrote the tune "Toxic" for Britney Spears? Um, no, Kathy Dennis. I think she did. Yeah, I think she did. She also wrote I Kissed a Girl and I Liked It for Catherine Perry. Mm. Nuts, isn't it? Absolutely nuts. Okay, guys. Um, so, um, so, okay, so we're going to catch the feces in a brown plastic bag in our lavvies. Yep, sounds great. Or, or you could use a rudimentary toilet. That would be ideal because there's more space in on a rudimentary what toilet. Is it, what is a rudimentary toilet? It's, it's bog standard, so it, it wouldn't have no water in it. It'd be dry. A bucket? Yeah. Okay, fine. Like, with, fine. A, with a fancy lid on it. A bucket with... Well, that will be a commode. <laughs> right, okay. It, well, no, it would be. So. It would actually be a commode. He's humouring you. Okay, oh, oh, fine. Okay, right. Okay. Um, your bog standard commode. Okay. This, uh, okay, so... Um, okay, brilliant. And, uh, right, so this is a, the other aspect of it, is the urine. Four parts urine to one part water would be sprayed on plants by helicopters and aeroplanes. Okay. Uh, people will live for hundreds of years. Oh, that's that's one of the downsides. Oh, dear, no, no, that's very good, because there'd be no stress, you see. I don't want to live for hundreds of years. I'm kind of at the end of my tether as I approach 45. But there'd be no stress, seeing it'd be a paradise. You'd be self-sufficient and everything. But the world will smell of wee and poo. Yeah, exactly. No, because there'd be sand covering it, so you wouldn't smell of poo. The, the wee would be four, four parts urine to one part water, so it wouldn't smell. Well, hang on a minute. Four parts urine to one part wee. That's a lot of... That means four-fifths of this mixture are urine. Still a lot of wee-wee. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be, because I, I think it's... Uh, uh, it's toxic or something. You, you have to have so much water with it. Here's so something I learned yesterday, two days ago. the plants. Here's what I learned. That farmers, right, some farmers collect all the hair from hairdressers and barbers and put it around the edges of their fields because foxes smell it and think there is people there. Well, I found a load That's of hair in my back garden ye- uh, yesterday down one of the side bits. Yeah. Uh, in fact, my daughter found it. She went, there's a load of hair down here. Ugh. So, yeah, we had we had poked it with a stick, and sure enough, there was a load of hair down there, and it turned out my husband, when I'd cut the girl's hair, yes, I cut it. They haven't realised I'm really bad at cutting hair yet. I, I, I'd put it in the bin, and he said, I heard it was good for your garden, and animals would take it to nest in. Well, they haven't. It's just left there. No, I don't like it's that. like something from Silent Witness. Um, Jeff is just saying on the YouTube channel that, um, and I'm going to read this word for word, I've had enough of poo today, someone shat in the swimming pool during my daughter's lesson. No word of a lie, it was fished out and it was a foot long. <laughs> Blimey. That's a lot of Wowzers. Heck. What you could do with that, eh, Noel? Yeah, uh, 
Um, coloured people will live for, well, they'll be the master race on Co- Paradise Earth in the so, desert. Hang on a second, stop the clock. Let's go back, rewind. Give us that last coloured bit. Pe- Give us the... Coloured people will be the master race. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, we, we tend to say um, black people or people of colour these days. Coloured people, yeah, it's kind of... You know, it's a bit Alabama, mate. Uh, so we don't really say that anymore. But but okay, that well, that's good. It's their turn, right? Uh, there'll be no illness or injury on Paradise Earth. What if you fa- what if you fall over? Uh, you, you won't. The, 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 well, hang on a minute. You can't. Mainly, there'll you... be mainly sand anyway. All yeah, right, but you can, you can you can um, you can. So there'll just be sand. So if you fall over, it will just be sandy. Um, yeah, but, but there'll be grass there as well, because you'll have two football p- pitches. That'll be, uh... uh the, Can the, I ask, Noel, how did, sheep. how did you... Because you on. used to phone me years ago as a comedy inventor and a musician. <laughs> how did you go yeah. from um, inventor uh, uh, and musician to complete and utter nut job? When, when did that transition... <laughs> when did that transition happen? This, Ian, is the most important invention ever. Paradise Earth in the Deserts is the most important invention ever. Okay. Truly. Yeah. That's what I truly believe. Yeah. Okay. And again, how did you come across this, this informaziani, uh, as the uh, Italians would say? The information, information yes. Um, I've just got, well, I'm, I'm getting on a bit, so I, I, you learn things, you pick things up as you get older, don't you? Yeah. Okay, um, and um, where did you pick this up from? Um, well, I just um, I just came across the the idea, really. Okay, okay. Just came across the idea, simple as that. Okay, and it's it's gra- gradually progressed. Okay, it's slow indoctrination. Big word for that, your show. Okay. Well, thanks so much for calling, Noel. All right, okay, yeah. There we go. Peace and love. Peace and love, brother. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's uh, let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Right, Ian, right, Kath. Hiya, Danny. Right, Ian, I've taken inspiration from your magnificent show last night. Here we go. This is it. Oh, and I wanted to to um I wanted to talk about inspiration, but go on, yes, let's have it. Right. Me, you know my mate Ren's an idiot and, and Anna's not much better. We were talking the other night while we were having a curry. We were, he, we're sa- thinking, he says this as though I actually know who these people are. Just nodding smile. Oh, they're, they're idiots, a pair of them. Okay, um, and we were, talking, we were trying to make a list of the top ten restaurants you can go into. And if you go into an Italian restaurant and go and I'll have the pizza ragoni, the Italian mate is going to look at you and he's going to go, oh, that's okay. Yeah. The order yeah. of most to least offensive by doing the accent of the food you're ordering. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, hang on a minute. So you're saying if you go into an Italian restaurant and you order yep. a pizza with an Italian accent, that's perfectly fine. Well, I don't know if it's per- I don't know if it's perfectly fine. Yeah, I don't well, think I don't, I don't mind. No, well, you, you say that, but they're probably going in the kitchen and go, oh, "He's a bloody idiot. He is. I don't. I can't put the uh, semen in his pizza." Yeah, uh, something like that. So they, they so they might smile, but but they might also hate it. But a French restaurant, yep. is, is it okay to do it there? Oh, they'll hate it. No, they'll hate you. I don't eat French food, I don't like it. I don't really know what French food is. It's a salad? Snails, probably. Snails and, um, and cauliflower. Gosh, this is so metropolitan. I think French food is, a, is like a salad with an egg in it. 
That's, I think that's it. You've summed up the entire French culture of food. I think so. I think so. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so we, it would be frowned upon. This is this is great. This is great phone in fodder, by the way. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So to always bully me and make me ring up when well, we have food, and so again, these people um, that I, I don't think actually exist. But okay, uh, they do. What and, you're uh, what you're building up to is yeah. to, that if you were in an Indian restaurant and you would go, oh, I would like some bubble doms, please. Well, they, I think we we come to the conclusion that would be the worst one. That is the most offensive. No, 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 no. I know, no, 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 I know one that'll be worse. Oh, go on. Can I get spring roll, please? Oh, oh yes. You, you can't go into a Chinese restaurant and do that. You, you can't. You the top ten in chronological order of offensiveness. Have you got, have you got, have you got, are there ten different types of restaurant? Have I got a pen? I only, I'm, I'm a I don't know whether I want you using my pen, please. Hang on, right, all right, we're going to write this, there we go, I've got a pen. I stole that, I don't know where I got that pen from. Right. A rave. So, uh, so these, <laughs> right, the top ten... In reverse order, reverse order, restaurants of doing the accent is yep. the most. So number one, it's the most offensive, and we won't do the accents. But in our no. heads, what we'll do is we'll leave it's a little, a little gap, and the listener at home and, it, and everyone can imagine that happening and what would be said, but we won't actually say it because. Sniggering in the YouTube thing, you could maybe time them out again. No, those guys are completely racist. So, at number ten, you're saying Italian. Uh, yeah, Italian, yeah, that's, I think that would be encouraged. They like it. Cause my I don't think they... I think you've misunderstood I- I- Italy. I don't think they like it. No, they're not? No. Oh. Um, all right, number nine? Uh, French. Okay. Yep. Number eight? So I, I reckon Spanish. Like tapas? Tapa- yes. Tapas. Yes. Okay, Spanish, yeah. You can't help but say, when you say tapas, tapas. you have a hint of a, a yeah. um, Spanish accent. All right, number seven, number seven. See, this is where we're struggling. I don't eat much um, uh, foreign food. I only only like pizza and curry, and that's it. Okay. Well, are we going to put a number one? I reckon we put Chinese. Yeah, definitely. Right. Number two, we put Indian. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. We've got to bump all these up one. Why? We've got to bump all these up one. I'll tell you why. Because number ten would be um, like McDonald's. Hey, man, I'd love a Big Mac and fries. Or as my mate calls it, uh, a wonderful Scottish restaurant. Oh, OK. Well, that's your mates are dumb. So yeah, ten is McDonald's, nine is Italian, eight yeah. is French, seven yeah. is Spanish, yeah. two is Indian, one is Chinese. Yeah. Um, maybe it should just be a top six. That would that mean we only need one more? Mm. Oh, that's done. Yep, there we go. Thanks very much for calling. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Oh, I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. So, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Phone number. George, stay there. Coming to you in a minute. So, Catherine. Yes. I have been. I've I've, I've, I've fallen into a, a, a sergeant. Uh, not, uh, sergeant Pepper, a Beatles. Rabbit hole again, okay. And I've started finally started listening to the Sergeant Pepper box set that I bought. Listen to that flipping it. Oh, flipping it. Oh man, it's so good. Where's, where's my iPod? I want to play you something from my iPod. Where's my iPod? Oh god, where's my iPod? That's my earpiece for professional television work. James Martin tomorrow. Ooh. It's not called Saturday Kitchen. That was when it was on the BBC. He's moved. James Martin's. Not James Martin's Weekend Delights or something like that. <laughs> you better find out what it's called before That'll you say be it. Fine. Um, can you um, see if I've left my iPod out there, please? What's it look like? 
Is it in a cover? Yeah, it's in a it's in a cool leather cover, the kind that a, a, a cool dude might have his mobile phone in. The nineties. Well, okay, that's disrespectful. Um, Sunday morning with James Martin is what I'm going to be on. I'm filming that tomorrow. Cookery program. My, I told my boys I was doing it. They were in hysterics. But daddy, daddy, you can't cook. All right, kids. Well, there's no tea for you. Because you're right. Actually, uh, I cannot cook. Um, uh, let's, let's, go, let's go to George while we're waiting. I click this button and up pops George. Good evening, George. Good evening, Ian. Catherine, I'm ha- sorry that fate has wound you up now, today. These, these things these things happen. It was just the entitlement. Um, we can see it on... Yeah. My iPod is here. We can see it on... Um, uh, it's, it's the entitlement, um, George, of some people. But it doesn't matter. We're all, we're all good now. You can watch the show... Um, youtube.com slash Ian Lee. There we go. It's the spirit world winding you up. Yes. And, uh, yes. and there is a spirit world <laughs> that winds us up, of that I'm quite sure. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm sorry to see, I, I tried to see if any of our calls made it up onto y- your your channel, but they don't seem to Well, done. they're not up there specifically, but yeah. th- those shows, the, the shows, the, they're, they're in there contained in the whole shows. But it's, yeah, Oh, yeah, the whole shows are up there on my YouTube channel, um, but the young man that does it for me, he does it out of the goodness of his own heart, he doesn't get paid, um, and he does it as a favour, and he just tends to put the whole shows up there. So don't, you know, the, the, the calls are contained within... Can we do the call of calls? What does what does that mean? Uh, Rainbow George's call of calls. Yeah, sure. I, I want to imagine that okay. I, I might not be here tomorrow. So oh, God. you were talking about death earlier, yeah. and, and uh, um, if I could do the call of calls, I'd be quite happy to die. I think. Jesus, well, hang on a minute. I don't want to do the call of calls then. Yeah, uh, but I do, and and and. Uh, I I think it's nice to imagine that this could be the last call I could ever make, and what, what would I say? All right, if, then let's if, do it. Let's do it. This if, is uh, this is the we've just had the sad news that just after tonight, George will no longer be calling us because he will be passing from this world to Rainbow World, um, which is is sad and also exciting at the same time. So, George, this is your last ever call to us. Make sure you say everything you want to say. What do you want to say, brother? Um, you, you had a call earlier imagining a, a future paradise, and uh, I, I, I made to imagine a, a, a virtual paradise, a, a, a world of wonders, and uh, a world that has no countries in it and, and no armies. Uh, uh, you were talking about black and white earlier. I, I, I just see rainbow people and a, and a rainbow world and i i don't think it's that that far off and and uh, i i truly suppose that you 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 ian lee have, have a, a part to play in bringing about this world of wonders and and uh, yeah. it's it's a world that only has one bank in it, the, 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 the bank of a zillion wonders, yeah. and it's got a, an electronic currency called the wonder, and the bank of a zillion wonders uh, has all the money in the world, essentially, within it, and it is 
programmed to look after everyone in the world, gives everybody a hundred wonders a day, sort of the equivalent of a hundred pounds a day. And uh, Can you buy a tin of beans and a loaf of bread with a wonder? Well, I'm saying a wonder, in my mind, is worth a pound. So so everyone effectively gets... uh, a hundred pounds a day and 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 and, uh, and that that is the way i i've been made aren't to... they gonna do what what country is it where they do that there is a country they do they... something i think it's norway is it? is it norway or finland or something where everybody whether you're unemployed or you've got a job gets like eleven thousand pounds a year have you heard this? Guy? No, I haven't. Because they keep it's called what's it called? It's a universal basic income or something like that. And they keep suggesting that it might work here, and apparently it makes real economic sense. So that everyone gets this eleven grand a year, um, and it uh, apparently makes everyone happy. It keeps taxes down, and I don't. I, 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 hundred pound a day is a lot more than oh, yes. pound a year, but. Yes. But uh, it's. Um, I, I'm sure it's going to happen. I, it, it's just whether people can imagine it, or, I can imagine or, or, it. or not. And I, I can don't imagine think it. it's that difficult no. to, to, to to imagine. The the bank of a zillion wonders will be programmed to to play the part of God, if you like, and yeah. look after everybody and and and. Uh, I mean, in the Bible, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, "Give us each day our daily bread." So, so uh, how how can God do Catherine that? Is, I, Catherine wants to come in. I saw you, you you made the move to say something. No, I didn't. Oh, were you, uh, I was well, rolling my eyes at Twitter. Well, you actually did make the move to say something, and then, uh, but you may not have been aware. No, of I wasn't it. making a move to say something. I was sighing. Well, you ma- well, no, you weren't. Okay, so you weren't making the move to say something, but you did actually make the move to say something. Yeah, you I ma- moved. You, the movement you made. Um, is the one that you make when you want to say something. I'm just saying. I'm not telling you off. I'm not angry with you. Good, I'm glad you're not but trying I'm, that one. But you. But I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Bear it in mind because I'm, as you know, I've got excellent peripheral vision, and I'm a master body language reader. So if you're going to speak body language, if your body's going to talk, make sure it's speaking the right language. Okay. Can you read this? <laughs> yes, I can. George, if this is your last phone call, I feel it could be even more profound. You need more you, profundity. Yes, the profundity will come into it if, 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 if you allow me. I'm allowing you. Um, I, I am made to suppose that effectively we, we, we are spirit beings trapped in human forms and we have a, each of us has a soulmate on the other side who's directing us to play the part we're playing. And then... I I I I have been made aware that that, that ev- everything is written and scripted and 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 uh, and dated. Yeah. Uh, e- e- everything everything that happens is being directed to happen, yeah. and n- none of us are responsible for our, our actions and and. Uh, Again, I, I, I take that from the, the, the prophet Isaiah yes. in, in his first chapter. He says, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. 
though they be red like crimson, they shall be uh, as wool. Uh, how else can you explain that uh, other than that Isaiah is telling us that we're, we're, we're not responsible for uh, our actions? Hmm. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily. There is uh, there's a strong argument in psychology about that about the fact we have no free will or the the argument that we have no free. We will. have. A f- we do have free will. Oh. We, can, we can will to do anything, oh. but, we, but it doesn't mean we're going to be able to do it. But oh. cho- cho- choice is a, a total illusion. And there are s- several places in the Bible that, 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 that indicate that. And the Bible is all about prophecy and what's going to happen in, in, in the last days and so on. So, so it's, it's telling us that everything is is effectively written to come to a certain conclusion. And uh, I, 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 I was made to understand uh, Scripture, the Bible, as, as, as all, all, all the characters from, from Adam to Jesus are all mythological characters. None of these characters existed, but but they're telling a a, a deeper story, and and oh. we, we are all actors in in a mystery play. And Shakespeare had it exactly right when he said, "All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances, and one man in his time plays many parts." Yep. His Don't quote the whole Shakespeare to me. <laughs> well, like his, doing the whole play. Acts, his acts being seven ages. Yes. And that's exact, exactly the story that the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, that, that lays it out. That it, It's a script that is set in seven cycles, and five of those cycles are in the past. We're, we're living towards the end of the sixth cycle in 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 the book of revelation it is the the church of philadelphia we, we, right. we, now, now you've now now i've got no idea where we're going with that george listen i've got to move on because i'm late for the efforts always a pleasure mate thank you very much indeed oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand this is the late night alternative on talk radio moonlit musings from mums madams and meat Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB, download the app, or go to talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show live as it happens and previous shows on uh, my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee. So I've been falling down this Beatles rabbit hole, right? And I've been listening to the um, Sergeant Pepper box set, finally. More on that anon. Uh, I've been listening to some hooky recordings as well, okay? Right, more on that now. Um, um, so, it, one of my favourite Beatles albums, my second favourite Beatles album is Abbey Road by The Beatles. And Side 2 in particular is a masterpiece. And at the end of Side 2, after it all finishes, they put in the first... I, I get, I'm going to say the first hidden track on an album, right? Um, it's like a few seconds after it ends, there's a song called Her Majesty Plays, but you don't know this song. I can't remember it. It's a really sweet little song, right? And it just, it it just, it starts suddenly, it's about 30 seconds long, starts suddenly, it stops suddenly, and then it's the run-out groove, right? Well, one of these hooky, um, 
uh, albums I was listening to put Her Majesty, which is quite quite nerdy, so bear with me, right? But you know there's that big long medley at the end of Side 2. Her Majesty was originally in that, but they took it out. Now, if you listen to... So this is where... I, okay, so this is what the album sounds like now, okay? Right, here we go. So this is the, the middle of the Beatles' Abbey Road medley, right? And it sounds like this. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it, right. Here it comes. Such a day, old man. It's me and Mr. Mustard, right? Me and Mr. Mustard goes into... Polythene Pam, right? And that's how everyone knows it. Your parents would have finished sex by now. Stop it. They, you would have been conceived by it. But, but then, but this is how it was supposed to sound originally, right? Such a day, old man. Me, Mr. Mustard... Into Her Majesty. Oh, I love it. Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. I want to tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine. Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, someday I'm gonna make her mine. Oh, yeah, someday I'm gonna make her mine. Then into Polythene Pam. I'd never heard it before. Man alive, it blew my mind. Then on this, um, this brilliant, I'm not listening to the full box set. I'm listening to, um, like the second disc, right? Um, that you, where you get to hear all the workings out from, um, like Sergeant Pepper and stuff. Of course, Strawberry Fields and Penny Lane were supposed to be on Sergeant Pepper, but they weren't because Brian Epstein was panicking and he said, we need a single. And George Martin went, well, I've got three songs. I've got well, one called When I'm 64. I've got uh, one called Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields. I know, we'll put Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields together and, and there'll be a double A side, right? So this is the, um, this is the back, I'd never heard this, right? This is the backing track for, this is a really early backing track for Penny Lane. So it's, it's hardly anything in it, right? But, th- but there are some moments in it. I mean, it's really sparse, okay? And it's always a nuisance when I play... Um, Beatles songs on the YouTube channel because then that, that episode gets taken down because because Paul McCartney is up all night every night looking for stuff. Googling himself. Googling himself. I didn't even at him and he blocked me. Um, so listen, um, listen to this. This is the backing track, a really early backing track for Penny Lane. I just think it's wonderful. Here we go. Right, isn't it? It's like a school assembly. This bit's great. Oh, isn't it brilliant? I love this. I was out walking the dog when this came on and it was like, oh my God. Here we go. Ringo doing the old tambourine. 
respect. So good. Now someone's... I like the bit where it looked like they were doing a drum roll and a margarine tub. Oh, it's... Well, this is the thing. When you get the, just some um, of the backing tracks, they don't, you know, they sound really ropey as a band. They sound great. It's when it all goes together. Now someone's telling me that um, Limmy's just posted a, uh, his... Here's his electronic version of the theme tune to the Golden Girls. Indulge me, dear listener. We have to. <laughs> Music, man. Music's where it's at. I had someone the other day tweet me going, oh, you play all this crappy music on it, it's talk radio. I'll get stuffed. Get stuffed. The show is whatever we want it to be, and music is the food of love, so let's start doing it. Evening, Chuck! <laughs> Chuck Winkle, our American correspondent. What's the latest, Chuck? Well, anyway, I've had a way better than Sorry? Say that again. It's not the greatest of lines. Uh, so, well, that's because I'm on the east coast of Washington, D.C. I've got a, I've had a career change, actually. Oh, you're not... Well, hang on a minute. You're not a, 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 a news reporter anymore. Ain't no doubt about it. Well, um, OK, well, I'll, I'll ask the question then that I, I would assume you would, would need answer. The question that, de- that does not dares not breathe its name. What are you then, apart from a knob? Panther. Uh, oh, God. Gosh. Adult entertainment. Okay, yeah. adult adult entertainment. Okay, um, what what prompted what prompted this change? Well, I really we, like uh, doing it, bang bang doggy style, and uh, for well, might as well film it. Uh, bit of a convoy. Bit of a convoy. No, no, is that like a convoy? Work. Is that like five people? Is that like the human yeah. centipede again? I but... mean, I knew you'd be niche, but I wasn't quite expecting so many niches. Wow. Well, is that the the dear we dear with Catherine? Is it? That is Catherine. Yes. I had an idea about John Wayne. Okay. I have been known to uh, induce an orgasm by just saying three phrases. Wow, three phrases. Try it. Well, well okay. Well, listen. This is we. Okay, if we're going to do this, we have to issue a warning to um, if there are any uh, women out there. 
Is it just women that you, that you can bring to orgasm with these three phrases? Yeah, that's right, yeah, okay. that's right. No, okay. no wanky Okay, so if anyone does not want to have an orgasm, listen away now. Switch off now. If you're driving a car and you want to have an orgasm, pull, pull off in pull the off. hard shoulder. Um, okay, let's, we've given the warning. Let's do it. Here, here, comes, here yeah. comes the orgasm for the, these three phrases. Uh, phrase number one. Yeah, gonna, gonna do ya. Okay, that was phrase number one. Let's just, let's just have that one more time. Yeah, gonna do ya. Okay, we're gonna do ya. Okay, that's great. Um, Okay, great. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, let's have phrase number two. Ramp it up a little. Right, phrase number two. Yep. What was what? Bang did, them say that again. <laughs> Phrase number two again, please. I think he might have orgasmed. <laughs> I think he's brought himself off. Dirty, dirty boy. That's very sensual. Dirty boy. Come on. Phrase number number two again, please. <laughs> do, you, do you need to clean up there? What's going on? Foie. <laughs> that, that was it, foie. Okay. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, phrase number two. Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do, Chuck. It's obviously, it takes a lot out of him. Maybe he needs a fluffer. I, I might just go, um... Okay. Just take a few minutes. Yeah, okay. Um, we'll, we'll come back after the news and, um, we'll, we'll bring every, everybody, female listeners to an orgasm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio with me, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Speakers up, speakers up. So I was going to play this at the start of the show and I forgot. Um, remember we had, um, let me uh, just get this queued up. Remember we had um, uh, Max from Hollow Hand come in and played um, that, the brilliant song that we were playing all the time. Oh man, my computer's crashed. Well, they've sent, he sent me the second single. Yeah, thanks very much for this, by the way, because this afternoon you, you sent me a message saying, yep. oh, their new single's brilliant. Yep. And I replied with, oh, which of course is the universal message for... So send it to me then. Well, I didn't. I had it on CD. Oh. I had it on. I, what you want me to? I could. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I should have put that compact disc in the post and got it to you in a couple of days' time. And I'm sorry for not doing that, Catherine. I thought maybe you could wait until tonight's show and we could listen what, to listen it with here. everyone else. Thanks yes, very much. Exactly. What's the point? Okay. Right. Well, I'll tell you the point because it's. Um, oh, I don't know where it's gone. Hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute because it, 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 enough good. I'm always because that first song was so good. I was a little bit worried and thought, well, this could be, this could be a stinker. But um, it, it, the kid's a genius. Again, it sounds like an outtake from um, the, the Kinks 1967, but it enough good. Have a listen to this. I'm taking great care to feel better 
the other song i'll find it in a minute but that is two storming singles all he needs is one more storming single first one was a world outside he needs one more storming single and he's a bona fide genius that's all he needs one more because those two are brilliant he's going to come on soon we we were chatting on email today he's going to come on when he's got when the album's a bit more in shape and he'll come in and do some songs he's great Bloody, bloody. So young. Yeah, I know. Me sick. Young, talented people. Young and pretty. Speaking of young, talented people, we were speaking to Chuck Winkle before the uh, before the news. Um, maybe it's giving you time to loosen, um, you know, belts and things at home. Um, so, Chuck, you you claim you can make a woman climax. Is it one specific woman or womankind? Womankind. You can make womankind yeah. orgasm with three phrases yeah okay let's start again then so let's have phrase number one uh, yeah, i'm gonna do ya uh, i'm gonna do ya okay Catherine's yeah. looking a bit twingy well it's been a while let, okay. me, let me warm up okay okay that's yeah. phrase number one phrase number two and i'm bang them titties together <laughs> Just be, just be careful with phrase number three. 
Bums away? Is it? Is he done? Uh, let's, have, let's have phrase number three. Catherine's... You've made my ovaries retract. I don't know whether that's part of it. OK, let's have yeah. phrase number three. <laughs> Mal- no. What? Be careful. My, my dick is long and tender. Oh, God. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Yes. All right, send it on now. That right, that's enough of that. Thank you very much indeed. Don't encourage him. I think she's falling down the stairs. Someone needs to pass her an inhaler and quick. Someone passed her the inhaler. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Oh, 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 yes. Yes. Yes, carry on. God. She off again? That's it, she's done. Oh, will you pack it in? What's she saying? She says something. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) There's another one, there we go. There's another one, isn't there? Jump on a bit. There she goes. I think I used to live next door to this woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 prunes for that it sounds like she's having a bit of trouble is, is another um oh no no come on oh, well, okay well all right let's 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 um uh all right let's 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 uh um here we go here we go um here we go this is um here's uh hang on a minute okay let's find uh let's see if we can find a male one here we go here we go there's a man orgasming it's a man having an orgasm. <laughs> Juicy. Oh my god.
I thought this show couldn't get any more lowbrow. You astound me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. We're done now. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> I think we're done now. <laughs> Meanwhile, over on LBC. <laughs> There's me saying to my therapist today and tweeting stuff like, I really want to take this show to the next artistic level and I don't know how to do it. I don't know what it is. I feel that we're, we're kind of being too generic and there's got to be there's got to be something higher that we can strive for <laughs> and something greater. And we've just played one minute, five seconds of farting. And I'm so tempted to click on the next link, which lasts for three minutes, 47, and is entitled 101 Epic fart sounds. I'm so close, but I won't. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. We've got entertainment, and we're not afraid to use it. Talk Radio. Get set for a getaway when we say whole yeah on Talk Radio with the Sun Holes from £15. Listen to Julia Hartley Brewer at breakfast this Friday morning from 6.30 as she reveals how to make the most of the UK coast, which holes are topping the polls and how you can have family fun for under a tenner. Don't miss whole yeah on Talk Radio with the Sun Holes. Great value breaks from just £15. Great value breaks all year round. For more information, go to thesun.co.uk slash holidays. With breakdown cover from the AA, we'll do whatever it takes to make sure your big wheels keep on turning. Our mechanics usually fix your car within 30 minutes of arriving. Breakdown cover from the AA, because anything can happen. From fitting taps to fixing fuse boxes, there's a local hero for that. And from plastering walls to painting windows, there's a local hero for that. It's easy to book a trusted tradesperson at localheroes.com. Plus, all work comes with a 12-month British gas guarantee. Join the thousands across the UK who've already used a local hero. Search local heroes. At DFS, sofas are handmade to order in your choice of colour. And now, spring collection sofas are up to half price. But be quick, selected sofas end Monday. DFS. Cast your mind back and think. Were you ever contacted out of the blue for a pension review? Were you advised to move your work or personal pension into a SIP, self-invested personal pension? Yes, I was. You could be due thousands if you were missold. Money Redress are trusted claim specialists in pension and investment mis-selling. They'll manage the whole claim for you on a no-payout, no-fee basis, so you can't lose. Text WIN to 85077. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Just so so you know. Just so. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. What a load of rubbish. What a load. We're award winning. Broadcasters. Interestingly enough, I was with, with Dale Winton dying because I was going to talk about Bill Roach dying. You seen this today? No, Bill Roach. This? Bill Roach died, but he didn't. It was another one of these um, internet rumors, hoaxes that we were talking about with Peter Kay, and it, they, they kind of happen from time to time. And um, 
Uh, and it was, it was it was in some of the papers online. And some people were tweet because someone tweeted me. Um, oh, I'm really angry about the Bill Roach hoax. Of course, I'm googling Bill Roach hoax, and um, Bill Roach had died. Except he hadn't died. It was one of those uh, one of those things that, I, and I don't know how you start it, but I guess if if you if you if you say that it, all it is, this is a phrase I've nicked for Nick from Limmy, right? Because he would it would often tweet Donald Trump, and then he'd say afterwards, "You just need the right combination of words to start World War Three. You just need the right." Com- what he meant by that was the precise combination of words as yet unknown could have been enough to tip. Um, Donald Trump over the edge to, to launch in nuclear missiles. And it's the same with these um, hoax deaths. You just need to phrase it yeah. in the right way so that it catches a lazy journalist or... Well, you need more than that. You, you need a kind of celebrity to catch it and to tweet it. And then it takes on a life of its own and then it becomes a thing. I was really fascinated, and I, I, I didn't see all of the, the story. See the thing about Ollie Moores? So Ollie Moores was in a shopping centre, right? Is this when he, he started the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bomb? So Ollie Moores was in a shopping centre, and then something happened, right? And something happened. There was a security alert of some kind, and Ollie Moores tweeted something like, I'm in a shopping centre, security have grabbed me, there's been gunshots, right? And Pierce Morgan called him out and said, there haven't been gunshots. And Ollie said, yes, there have. And it became like a big thing. And yeah, I read there were other people saying that they'd heard it. No, yeah, well, well, ah, 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 ah. But for the, the, uh, Ollie Moore said, there have been gunshots, mm-hmm. right? Now, the implication from that is Ollie Moore's has heard gunshots, okay? And then... Um, it transpired that there hadn't been gunshots. Let's follow narrative A. Let's follow narrative A, the narrative put out there by the mainstream media and the authorities, the police and the fire brigade and, and, and the reporters, right? Narrative A was there had been no gunshots. It wasn't that kind of security thing. The actual words they used were there was no evidence of gunshots. Okay, okay, but 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 the narrative is there have been no gunshots, um, and nothing like that happened. So that's that. Then you've got narrative B, which is Ollie Moore's then being interviewed in a newspaper saying, "I think there's been a cover up, and there's something going on here. I didn't actually hear gunshots." but I was told that there had been gunshots. And I just find that fascinating. I tend to believe that there probably weren't gunshots, that there were bangs, you know. Here's the thing, I don't actually know what a real gun sounds like. I've been blessed that um, I've never been near a gun being fired. I've seen them in films. Well, we found out that silencers, we found out on this show that silencers don't work. That That's a myth. Silencers don't do that. They reduce the noise slightly, but maybe by like a quarter. It's muffling. It's still a it's still a, a bang. Um, I've fired. Um, I've I've gone clay pigeon shooting, but that's not a proper. I've never heard a gun, so I don't know what a gun sounds like. People go, "Oh, I thought it was a car backfiring." Cars haven't backfired since nineteen seventy eight. 
I don't know what a gun sounds like. So, uh, a loud, you know, I- I- in moments of panic when there are people running, things fall over, things get hit, there are loud bangs, you know, metal falling upon metal is, you know, one of the unholiest noise I've ever heard is when a car hits another car. The sound that you, that you get is, is, it's like an explosion. If it's, if they're going at speed and they hit each other, that sounds like how I imagine a bomb would sound because you've got metal crunching, you've got glass smashing and you, so, so, I don't know what a gun sounds like. I've got no idea. If anyone's got a gun that they could fire down the phone to me, that would be brilliant. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Johnny. Good evening. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thank you very much indeed. Can I start by saying, oh my goodness? Well, you can say it. Of course you can, sir. I've been listening to your uh, Ollie Murs story. Yes. Now, he's a bit of a troublemaker, right? Right. Well, you well you, you say he's a troublemaker. Go on. Um, well, he's very unpredictable. Right. And he's all wrapped up in all this social media. Right. And he just needs to grow up. Well, well what do you mean, grow up? Well, please don't let me go, right, because he's been beautiful to me. Oh. Well, see, he's, he's quoting Ollie Moore's songs. Yeah. Away you go, buddy. <laughs> away you, away right. you go, buddy. Go on. I was doing well. I was doing well then. Well, well, you, well you, you, were doing, you sounded a bit robotic. You, you were, knew you were doing something. You were doing quite well. You were doing quite well. What I, wanted, what I wanted you to ring about is my friend Dave. My friend Dave has asked me, well, has been speaking to me in the uh, public house tonight. Yeah. And uh, he is very similar to Ollie Murs. He tweets and rings you and he, he causes trouble where there wasn't trouble. Okay. Is he, he's the fellow that and called his mates idiots. <laughs> is that is that who it is? He's the man who wears a fur coat to his dad his dad's memory. Oh, uh, it's that memory. idiot! Yeah, it's that idiot! It's that uh, idiot! The, uh, the porn hub and um, sort of um, are you in love with a racist toy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, that was a great phone in. And um, he asked me to um, get on to the app and uh, listen to you guys tonight. Yeah. And I just wanted to ring in and say that's what I'm doing. Well, okay. Well, that's fa- that's fantastic. I'm glad it's worked. It's worked, and I felt that I had to bring Ollie Murs into this because your um, producer put me onto your conversation about Ollie Murs, and yeah. I happened to know a few of his songs. Yeah. Um, so you, I, 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 don't, I couldn't name, and I, I could not name an Ollie Murs song. I couldn't do it. Oh, dear darling, come on. Is that is that one? Is dear darling one? Yeah, you know that one. I don't know it! You know it? I don't know it! What's the most famous Ollie Murs song, then? I don't, I don't, I couldn't, I don't know if you just heard me, Johnny. I couldn't name an Ollie Murs song. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the most famous one now, but I can't think of it. Well. Uh, Dance With Me Tonight? I don't know. What? That that story with Pierce Morgan, they had a bit of a because Pierce jumps onto it and he yeah. always likes a bit of a a bit of a battle, doesn't he? Yes. And Ollie Murs was in Selfridges, I think, and he basically tweeted because he saw a few people running. Yeah. And um, he got himself in a bit of trouble because actually um, it was two guys having a fight in the tube station or something. Oh, was it? Uh, it was two two blokes having a punch up. Yeah. And. Um, Basically, 
Um, a few people were running because saying because no one, no one likes the awkwardness of two drunk men having a fight. No and then before he knows it, Ollie Merz has tweeted, and everyone's evacuating. Uh, well, he didn't cause the evacuation, though, did he? No, I don't think he did, but no. he didn't help. Um, and obviously, because he's such a public figure... He's, everyone... he's such a big star. Yeah, and then obviously Pierce wanted a, to jump on it, and he, he saw this as a good chance to have a public argument with Ollie Merce. He's such a, obviously a famous songwriter yeah. with plenty of famous songs. Well, here's the thing, though, right? I, well, I could not name an Ollie Merce song, but I tell you what, he sold more records than I've ever sold. Well, <laughs> he sold millions. Molly Moore has sold millions of records. Have you actually tried to sell a record? I have actually. I'm still waiting for the final track. My version, my interpretation of Despacito. Despacito, are you fluent? Are you bilingual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I've done I've record. Uh, this is this isn't even a joke. I have recorded. And uh, um, uh, a version of Despacito, and I'm just waiting for the final mix, and then I'm going to release it. Okay, and how many languages is it going to be in? Um, well, it's it's in it's in all three languages that the original version is in. I don't think that we can continue this until we hear a bit of um, a bit of a rendition. Well, no, um, I can't. I can't do Despacito. Um, I don't know if I've got any of my songs on my because I did honestly. I did do an album, um, and I was just waiting for the. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. With this, oh, it's not going to play, is it? Because I haven't got me, haven't got me hard. You'll just have to take me word for it. Despacito. Despacito. Yeah. What? What by like uh, what Louis Fonzi? Yeah, I don't. And Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Yes. That's the first song you decided to put onto your album? Well, it's the last one. The first one I put onto the album was Shout Out to My Ex. <laughs> okay. So, and how many how many records do you need to sell to sort of retrieve the expense and blood, sweat and tears? I need to, well, I would like to sell 10 million copies, but to break even I need to sell 27 copies. It was all done very, very cheaply. Okay, I just don't think any song that starts with A, Fonzie, Di, oh, 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 yeah, is going to get you 10 million copies. Oh. Okay, mate, well... well Fonzie's you... not on it, is, is it? So Johnny, we'll, we'll just have to see, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see, mate. Thank you very much indeed. 03444991000 is the telephone number. If you want to um, give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Um, so... As well as Dale Winton dying and Bill Roach not dying, um, I read, um, where is it? Right, uh, where's the, the, the headline? How many languages die? How? Oh, no, I've got that wrong. I'll tell you. Every two weeks a language dies. Oh, really? That's quite, that's sad, isn't it? I guess. What? It's evolution. I thought you would um, be rimming languages. Well, the successful ones. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be dealing with failing languages, no. But, uh, so, every, first of all, every two weeks, I thought that, um, I, I thought there were only 112 languages. No. How many do you think there are? They're like, I reckon there's probably about a few thousand. Well, I need, a few thousand is very non-specific. Okay, well, um... 
7,000. Oh. Every two weeks a language dies. Wiki tongues wants to save them, right? Um, okay. This is from the National Geographic. I'm so well read, me. Um, on a residential block at the border between Brooklyn and Queens Goethe Hall. By the way, we're going to go and see Chaz and Dave on Friday. We're not in on Friday. We're going to go and see Chaz and Dave. Um, apparently it's Howard Hughes filling in for us. Three hours of bullshine. Like for like swap. Um, <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Here we go. Look, listen to these people speaking. See, look, listen to this. Listen to this. Hang on. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Could you make any of that out? Um, was that like some sort of Nordic language? It was, um, it's Germanic. It's called, it, it's Goethe. Goethe. Gotchirish. Gotchirish. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a great, that's a great thing. <laughs> Okay, right. So what's happening? Uh, this this wicked tongues is this is well okay. This is good. Um, uh, wicked tongues and also this thing called National Geographic Society's Enduring Voices. They're recording these languages and um, then uh, storing them. The wicked tongues are storing them at the American Folklife Center. Oh right. So these languages that are spoken in America. Well, well, America is such a melting pot, or is it a salad bowl? of uh, cultures that yes but then they go around they go around i think they go around the world um here we go they go around priceless documentation opportunities disappear regularly not long ago one of the last two speakers of a sami language dialect in the russian steppes died right before his recording session cut it literally a dying language some 500 languages could slip through their grasp in the next five years they estimate political persecution Lack of preservation and globalisation are to blame for the dwindling language diversity. For much of the 20th century, governments across the world have imposed language on indigenous people, often through coercion. Uh, 100 Aboriginal languages in Australia have disappeared since European settlers arrived. A half century after China annexed Tibet, dozens of distinct dialects with unique alphabets are on the verge of extinction. Um... Um, I I think that's sad, man. I think that's um, Goethe Hall is. is, is, uh, I think that's sad. But then they've said that they've resurrected some. That um, Yiddish, where was it? Um, Hebrew was extinct from the fourth century BC to the eighteen hundreds, and Catalan only bloomed during a government transition in the nineteen seventies. Well, that's because it was forbidden to speak it. Right, but it was like, it would have been underground, would it? Yeah, so like um, like we did to the Welsh. If yeah. you spoke well during Victorian times, for example, yeah. if you spoke Welsh in the classroom, you'd have to put this thing round your neck called the Welsh knot. No, it, yeah, you were punished for wow. it. Wow. Um, and so you know they tried to sort of drum it out, which is why you know the Welsh are protective. 
some parts of Wales are very protective yeah. of their language. Well, when I was in Wales, they were all speaking it. Yeah, which was I thought thought was was in, was incredible. But the same happened in Catalonia, but of course it was a fascist regime in charge, so it was slightly more uh, more suppressed than uh, than just putting something around your neck as a kid to embarrass you. In two thousand and one, more than forty years after the last native speaker died. The language of Oklahoma's Miami tribe started being learnt by students at Miami University in in Ohio. There's no point in learning that. That seems a little bit, just a little bit showing off, isn't it? You know, go, go and play a video game or something. The internet has connected rare language speakers with each other and with researchers. Even texting has helped formalise languages that don't have a writing system. Um, here we go. Knowing they wouldn't be able to record or even locate the vast majority, these the majority of these languages themselves, Wicked Tongues has enlisted a network of volunteers in 40 countries to film native speakers talking in the past. Oh, this is great. Talking in the past, present and future tenses of their mother language. To get a range of tones and emotions, they're asked to reminisce about childhood, talk about romance and discuss their hopes and goals and say three sentences they think will bring a woman off. (laughs) One volunteer in the South Pacific islands of Vanuatu recorded a language that had never been studied by linguists. Another tracked down a speaker of Ainu, a rare indigenous language in Japan, that is an isolate. You know what that means? Meaning it bears no relation to any wow. other known language. Isn't that crazy? Wow! I want to know about isolated languages. That is the most incredible thing. Well, also the ones that are related, even though they're miles and miles apart. Do you know about this one? Go on. Um, Cornish can be understood in some parts of Russia. Yeah. And also, I think um, it's related to the Basque language as well, because it's all Kel- ancient Celtic languages. Yeah. So it sort of shows that the people who were once together have sort of dispersed to these... these Tra- Travelled off, th- ended up thousands of yeah. miles apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. It is. But that they can still understand each other. Um, I want to know more about um, isolate. How many isolated languages are there? This is incredible. Um... Wow. I, 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 I find that incredible. I don't know why. You know, I, I struggle. Um, I struggle with language, uh, you know, language English, as, as well as foreign. Um, but I find that uh, isolated languages that bear no relation to any others. But, uh, also, I, I, what I really like is when you find out the sort of relationships and the, and the different words and where they come from. Like, you know, um, well, in Japanese, origato. Yeah. It's, it comes from, it's either comes from the Portuguese or the Portuguese yeah. comes from theirs. Obrigado. Oh, well, just to commemorate that, I have a glass here full of water. I'm going to play it. Ready? Hang on, it's going to come down. you've got enough uh, purchase with your finger. Well, I don't want to knock it over the... There we go. Hold it down. <laughs> I think your finger's too wet. It's supposed to be wet. Not that wet. That's sopping. That's going over. I think it's a crap glass. <laughs> um, let's go to... Uh, let's go to Gavin. Big Gav. Gavin. Gavin, man. Arigato. Arigato gozaimasu. Arigato gozaimasu. Yes, I'm here. All right, that's, get, that's, that's actually getting quite offensive now. Yes. 
Well, you were doing it as well. No, I wasn't. I was just, I was saying words and you started making noises. Right, no, what? I know Japanese as well as you do. You, at the end you didn't, you were just making yeah, noises. Yeah, sorry, my, um, father is a sensei. You what? My father is a sensei. Okay, just, that doesn't mean that you, you were still making noises. Yeah, so are you. You were just shouting. No, I was saying... Well, actually, I'm not ever around that. Well, okay, but just to, just, to wrong cla- place. just to clarify, I was actually saying Japanese words. You started off saying Japanese words, then you started making Japanese noises. Anyway, so that's that. Right, so let's move on now. What have you got for us? Right, absolutely nothing, mate. Sorry? Absolutely nothing. Um, okay, well, thanks thanks very much for calling, oh, Gavin. You could build. There we go. Let's go to David's. Well, Jesus. Mm. Good evening, David. Oh, here we go. Doris. Here we go. It's not. It's the nut job half hour. Hello, hello, David. David, I can't hear you. Could you? Could you maybe speak into the telephone with your mouth instead of your anus? Could you say that in English? This is awkward, isn't it? One, yes. I tell you what, da- I tell you what, David. David, why don't you say say hello to my friend Jerry? I'm watching that, Jerry. Hello, how are you doing? English, that's about 
How would you say see? Because I was in record shop during the exam, buying no slip till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys 12 inch. Forgot completely about me, English, and failed. He got no results. So, dinner and dinner was better. It's good. It's good. What's good? What's good? Okay. Uh, good evening, Jerry. What you got for us? I said Joe Winton. Yes. Um, uh, I saw him at Macclesfield train station once. Oh. I him in the station master's office with like, the kids who were after him. Uh, well, well, for autographs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these things uh, happen. I used to work. Have you ever worked in a supermarket? Have you ever worked in a supermarket? Have I worked in? Of course, I worked in. I worked in B jams and Safeways. Safeways. Safeways, everything you want from a store, and a little bit more. I used to go to the shopper's champion. Oh. Quick say, look, this thing is a free carry bag. They were there at times, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was worked in the bakery at Safeways. Some, the of, the, some, of, the, some of the worst, worst, most miserable hours of my life were spent Did working you booby trap the donuts? I didn't booby trap them, no, but if, I, if my mum was coming, I'd put, um, I'd put double jam in. Oh, no, not not my ones. My ones have one hole because you had to you had to get the donuts and there was a machine with like yeah. s- two spikes and you'd spike two, press the button, fills it up with jam, and I'd double fill it for my mum. Hey, but actually, it's all in just to be with you, them. Amazing things for me. Sounds 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 me a new tablet regime yet. You so haven't started it. The prescription doesn't come through from the doctor, so they can't, they can't do it because the doctor has to send the march yard through. Oh, man. The march yard, sleep to the march yard. Oh, man alive. My life, quality doesn't come before march yard. So, drug has to be delivered by the march yard. March yard's God. What, what are you... T- I, now I don't... Mar- I, now it sounds like we're speaking to David again. David. The previous yeah, caller. <laughs> I'm sorry about last night. It was a bit, a bit weird last night. I was on one. I was really on one last night. Yes. Uh, and a bit crackers. Yeah, well. But I'm all right now. I'm still a bit crackers. But how's but... um, Cass doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm not quite as crackers as you. No, she never will be. <laughs> I don't know, you, you can try. I will. Hey, hey, hey. Do you need some Christmas? Christmas? What are you talking about Christmas for? It's April, you pudding. Got start early. Oh, get stuffed. Jerry, thank you very much. Thank you, bye-bye. Ta-ta. 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm being trolled by a man in his 50s who uses emojis. I mean... God, dear, listen, remember how dull Russ from Litchfield was as, as a caller? My God. You know, I can weave gold from thin air, but Jesus, with Russ, I, it was... No wonder I, I, I go through severe periods of depression when I have to talk to people like that. And now he's 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 tweeting me. I don't know why. Every, he pop, like every six months, I think he's obsessed. I think he's got a crush on me. I think he's got a crush on me. Um, and he just knows that the other radio shows he listens to, they just don't do it for him. They don't do it for him. But, um, uh, Russ, I know you're listening. Um, stop being a baby. Stop tweeting me like a 15 year old schoolgirl. Um, and phone up and we'll talk about it. And I'll, you know, I'll treat you with respect. You won't treat me with respect. You call me a winker on the talk radio Facebook page. That's the level you're at. That's fine. Um, so 0344. 
499-1000. But you won't because you're a flipping idiot. Oh, man. Um, uh, I hope he doesn't. The dullest caller we've ever had to deal with on this show. Uh, getting rid of him was the best thing that ever happened to us. Good evening, Matt. Hello, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Matt. What you got for us tonight? Oh, I just wanted to share a little bit of drama that happened to me today. Well, not to me necessarily, but um, opposite my flat yes. in Manchester. Um, I went to go out about two o'clock this afternoon and was met at the door by a policeman who says I wasn't allowed to leave. Oh, under house um, arrest, like um, well, Winnie Mandela yeah, was for a while. Yeah, they, yeah, they came after. They finally caught up with me. Yeah. Um, it turned out what had happened was that the Institute of Biotechnology is over the road from my building, and they found um, an unstable chemical in there, which apparently was at risk of about to explode. Uh, right. Yeah, so they instituted what is termed a major incident, which in um, police terms means that everyone has to drop everything and run towards the scene of the crime. So they were firing... Well, hang on a minute, but surely I wouldn't want to stay in my house. I would want to get in my car and drive 100 miles that way. Yes, I did want to do that, but they said that no one was allowed outside, um, and all the roads were closed around my flat. There was no getting through. The roads were blocked with fire engines and ambulances, and the bomb squad turned up uh, in a big white truck to take this stuff away. Why was it going to explode? Um, Well, apparently it's something called butyl lithium, which is a chemical which, if it's exposed to air, it, it bursts into flames and explodes. Yeah. And so it has to be handled very carefully, but this stuff apparently had been left sitting around for a few years and people had forgotten it was there and then someone just came across it in a cupboard or something and um and everyone panicked and so yeah so for about five four hours this afternoon all the streets around my building were completely shut down and there were uh police cars and ambulances and uh, as i say the bomb squad turned Wowzers. up it's all very exciting yeah. Wowzers. Ex- excitement so what did it you was. do okay well what did you do for the four hours that you were locked in your house I um, opened the door onto my balcony, which kind of sort of overlooks the building, and yes. I made myself a very large gin and tonic, and I sat down and, and waited for the excitement to start, but it didn't. Nothing it, happened. No, and no, drove it, off. it didn't happen. There was no, no. There was no bombing. There was no explosions. No. Nothing. Wow. No. It was exciting at the end when there was, a, I think, about a 17-car convoy of police cars all escorting this bomb squad truck as it drove this stuff away. Um but that was about it. But, you know, I had a nice little sit on the balcony in the sunshine and had a gin and tonic, and it was all all very um, peaceful. Okay. And it meant that I didn't have to go out and do something I didn't want to do anyway. Matt, thank you very much indeed. I'm glad that got sorted. Good evening, Bill. Hello. Hello, Bill. Oh, hello. Hello, Bill. Hello, I'm there. Well, you weren't You weren't there. You were there. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. I was on loudspeaker because I was running down the stairs. Why were you running down the stairs? Um, just I'm coming down here, and I've just been upstairs having a shower and whatnot. Love it, love it. He's clean at last. I'm always clean. Well, you sound you sound dirty. (laughs) Well, only slightly. Okay. Um, Dirty thirty. Dirty thirty. So what's going on in what's going on in uh, in your world? The land of Bill. Imagine that land. It would be a lot of stone people. Singing stuff and failing at relationships. Mm, oh dear, no, it's, it's going well. Um, I had, um, I've started talking therapy and stuff. Hey, nice one. How's that going? I've done my first one, um, and it. I don't know. I've spoke to other people who've been in it. It's, I was kind of defensive in it, but not in a bad way. Yeah. 
but do you know when you're just polite? <laughs> yeah. Sort of like, you know how men are when you go to the doctors and they're like, oh, so how are you? And you just sit there and go, I'm fine. And you're like, what an idiot, I'm in the doctors. Well, it's funny because I've never had that. At, at, at first session I go to with a new therapist, and I've been through a few, I'll tell them, I'm straight, you know, within the first 20 minutes, I've told them everything, everything. To the point where they're sort of either look at me thinking, God, this guy's a, we're, we're never going to fix him, or how are we going to stretch out the rest of the session? Because I, t- I, so it's funny, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm always surprised when people say, well, I didn't really say anything. I, don't, I can't stop talking to, I tell the person on the bus I'm feeling suicidal. Well, it's, 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 it's mad, isn't it? It's crazy how it sort of affects you. It's, it's horrible because it's affecting me in, in my behaviour and yeah. stuff. Um, but I don't want to go off sick and whatever. No. Okay. Well, it, well, well done for for going. And now, is this is this through the NHS? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, have you got like? Do you get like three months worth of sessions for free or something? Um, I've only been one. I think they said something like twelve. So that's three, isn't it? No, that's four. I think I get twelve. I don't. Know, I don't think I have to pay for it. That's three months. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because it's every other week I've got to do it. I need to work oh, it out, actually. That's six months, then. <laughs> well, yeah? no, because... You've got 12 yeah, sessions. Ah. Uh, one every other week. That's six months, isn't it? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, you're going to give me plenty of reason to talk to him about. <laughs> but how are you, sir? You sound, you're sounding very... Um, you sound in a goodish place. Do you know where I am? I'll tell you where I am. I'm... I'm all right. The weather today was fantastic, right? So yeah, yeah. picked up my kids from, um, uh, they were like a club today, picked them up and we went and played in the Pirate Park for an hour and a half. Then we went home and we played some Fortnite with their cousin online. Um, where am I? I'm in a weird place, Bill, if you want to know. No, I, I, do, I do. All right, you've asked. I'm in a weird place, okay? Um, in the, I'm kind of in a limbo because... Um, you, you know, when you're getting divorced, there's there's like a long period of time when you can't really do it. Nothing really changes or happens. No. And, and so I kind of, you know, for for everyone, and I'm living in this 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 sort of little bedsit, right, as a temporary holding pen because I don't know, I don't know money. I don't know how much money I'm, you know, I've got and stuff like that. And I don't know if I can get any money out of the house. You know, all of this stuff because every, you know, so many people are involved. So I'm kind of in this this limbo where I can't do anything. I'm really champing at the bit, and I want to kind of buy somewhere that's a bit nicer that I can bring my kids around to, and I, I, I kind of think that when I get that, I'll be a bit more sorted and stuff, and I, I'm feeling that I'm not artistically living up to what I know I can achieve, and, and so I'm feeling a bit you've re- lost. You've got to remember, you, you, you can only deal with your, your personal, you can't, ex- you're doing a great job anyway, job-wise, but... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can... you shouldn't beat yourself up about your 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 show's content, because, you know, it's, it, it's you know, you've got to deal with everything I, else. Well, no, I know, you're but... You're doing a good job. But I know, and, and, and with everything else that's going on, I think the show is, is bloody good. But also, kind of what everything else is going on, it's sort of irrelevant to the people who are at home listening. They want three, a three-hour good show. And I think that me and Kath are delivering good shows, but yes. already I feel like we're kind of getting into a bit of a routine, and I want to... I, I know we can do better. I know we can do better. But I just don't quite know what I've got to do... To to get there, to make it better. So there's that, and I'm feeling a little bit 
you know, uh, I'm feeling a yeah. little bit wobbly around, like, you know, um, chemicals and things like that. And so I'm keeping an eye on that stuff. And there's all this there's all this life stuff going on that I kind of thought at 44, nearly 45, I kind of um, sort it, sorted it out. But um, actually, I haven't. And probably, you know, won't sort it out for a long time. So, so that's where I am, Bill. You did ask. No, I don't mind. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm happy to ask you. No, it, to be fair, it, it, well, I'm not 44, obviously, but I, right, I know mate. the well, and I'm not getting divorced, but all right, mate. <laughs> I, I know about the limbo thing, and yeah. Sort of creative things and boredom and. What do you do creatively? Because you're a creative person, right? But what? But how do you express that in your life? Uh, well, I do just a normal job. Um, I like to. Well, I've, well, it's weird at the minute. I'm getting quite uptight and angry and about stuff. And there's people around me who I trust, and and I sort of realise I'm quite funny with it. So I end up just making people laugh with my outbursts. But um, just random stuff. I'm, I'm a typical Gemini man. I sort of start one thing, and then I'm starting something else, and then something else, and then I don't know what's going on. Um, yeah, I'm a typical Gemini because I start so many things, and and um, you know, it's like this. I'm making this little TV show in my in in my room, right? This so this happened. Right? It's on YouTube. Oh, I heard you say. Oh, and you did. Is it on there? They've done two episodes, right? And, and they're, they're kind of a technical exercise to see if um, because I've got a green screen, so I'm learning how to use the green screen. I'm sort of learning how to use the Final Cut editing software and all of this stuff, right? So it's technical. But then I was just thinking today that the show itself isn't actually very good. And it's just very generic. You know, it's just that anyone could be doing that show. And I want it to be... I want it to be a true representation of my soul. But I don't actually know how to convey that in a televisual format. So... I don't know. I don't know. I've been, I tell you what, I've been really inspired by watching this Gary Shandling documentary. It's inspired me to want to achieve more and be better at what I do. And, um, I'm just struggling to work out exactly how to do it. You're trying to find your path. I'm, what, I've, I've known this for a long time. Bill is a very wise person. Yeah, I'm trying to find my path. And you're tripping up and you're falling down wells, but you're still going towards that path. Oh, you couldn't let it lie, could you, Bill? Got to mention the well. Sorry, sorry. Bill, listen, <laughs> sorry. I've got to go to the news. It's nice to talk to you, mate. God bless you. Thank you, fella. There we go. Bill is a very wise soul in a young body. I like Bill a lot. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. It's, it's a good show tonight. I'm enjoying tonight. It's, it's crackling along at a fair pace. Um, another hour to go. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. You can listen to us on DAB. You can download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
One is out, a world outside. That came out ages ago, and we flipping love that song. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's the late night alternative. Hang on a second. Um, I don't need to uh, to introduce us. I forgot that we've got we've got these. You've heard him on the radio. You've seen him on television. You've heard him on the podcast live in London. Ian Lee. That's me. But who's the woman? Uh, and you heard her on Three Counties. You heard her on Talk Radio. His number one lady, Miss Catherine Bow. Catherine Bow. God, how do we get the X Factor guy to do the voice? Number one lady, Miss Catherine Bow. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Here every Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Listen on DAB. Download the app or go to talkradio.co.uk or get a very unique um, view of Up My Nose uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee and subscribe and you can join in with the chat there. Um, let's go to Ty. Good evening, Ty. Hey, Ian. Hey, man. So I was prompted to call in because okay. now when you mentioned uh, the Gary Shandling thing. Oh, yeah. Didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. I, Have you well, seen it? I rec- well, I recommended it to you on Periscope oh. last week. Oh, okay. And um, and I meant to call you sort of a bit nearer the time, and then 
I never really got around to it and you were busy and whatever. Yes. So I thought it'd be kind of past it. But then when I heard you mention it now and that you're sort of inspiring you, I just thought I'd call up and claim some of the glory. Little... Well, no, 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 no. Explore that a little bit more because that's why I recommended it to you. I thought you'd really... Thank you, thank you. Really you. It. Th- well, first of all, thank you for recommending it. Recommending it. And thank you to everyone else because loads of people recommended it to me. So I don't know. I don't know who the first person was. It may have been you. I don't know. It was me. It was me. Are you definite about that? Yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because when you were periscoping last week and I was, yeah. you were talking to me and asking me what it was called. Oh, there we go. Right. You... In that case, it was this guy. This guy. Are you sucking on a plum or something? There's a lot of lapping going on. Sorry, I was having a drink, Catherine. I was a bit dry mouth. Is it? He said, oh, dry, this fella, hey, this is my mate Ty. He's got a dry mouth. Gosh. Ty's, dry, Ty's yeah. famous for his dry mouth. He's actually got a disease that gives him a dry mouth. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's actually quite uncomfortable. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll lap away then. Yeah, exactly. Right. You lap it up I'm like done. a... I'm, I'm done. I've lapped. My uh, bowl is clear. Okay, uh, he's I, cleared I, I his bowl. Talk, Good lad. Freely, I could talk freely of the lapping. Um, I thought it was... Because uh, I, I love... I've got the box set of the Gary Shandling show and the box set, the British box set, not the American box set, unfortunately, of... Yeah. Um, the Larry Sanders Larry show. Sanders. Right. Um, and I'm kind of like a third of the way through both of them, and then life got in the way. Um, so I've always loved them. I've, uh, uh, um, I was aware, I was, I was kind of ahead of the Gary Shandling curve because I'd seen, they showed a really brief clip, um, in it and they he he mentions that he did some short films for Michael Nesmith and I kind of saw those it was for a tv series that didn't wasn't actually that good called um television parts and i'd seen those so i've been aware of him i was ahead of the gary shandling curve is what i'm trying to say well done uh so i'd say so um uh but um yeah i just found it inspiring and i found it moving and i found it um annoying that um that sasha um said that seinfeld was on bbc one when it wasn't it was on bbc (laughs) two yeah found that annoying that kind of grated on me did it? Yeah, it grated at me, because I thought, no, it's BBC2, mate. Um, okay. But apart from that, I'm not bitter. Um, but, you know, I found it was good. I, I, it's inspired me to create better things. It was very sort of... It, 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 I, I was kind of opened up to the fact that how driven he was. Yep. And sort of how, how manic he was. And because I'd only seen those two shows that you mentioned when I was young. Yeah. You know, not recently. That's all like, kind of memory I had. And I didn't realise how interwoven Larry Sanders was with... The Tonight Show and all of that. Oh well, I got I that. Got... I didn't know that uh, the the series where he's falling out with his agent was based yeah. on what was actually going on, where he was yeah, suing his yeah. agent for a hundred yeah. million dollars in real life. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And then t- I think he took ten, didn't he? The settlement, so all that kind of yeah. stuff, all the behind the scenes stuff, and all the stuff when he was at the comedy store back in the seventies. Yeah, you know, you'd get those the kind of shots, and there were people that he was mixing with that I didn't realise. You know, because I'm I'm forty seven, so. Yeah. You know, I was kind of uh, too young to really get his history. And it was amazing to see how he was all linked in with all those people. How many people within comedy? I don't like him as a stand-up. I don't like his stand-up, if I'm completely honest. Um, uh, I I, I don't think... uh, 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 It's the same with Seinfeld, right? I loved the Seinfeld show, but Seinfeld as a stand-up, I just... uh, There's something about that... All right, I'm going to say it. They've both got really massive lips and really big, toothy grins, right, that, that's permanently on their faces, both of them. And I just can't get beyond those physical traits and thinking they look re- This is it. They look really insincere because they're, they're the kind of people that their faces are just in a big, toothy grin all the time. And it, it looks insincere to me. 
Well, I'll give you something to think about on that. When you were saying that, I was oh. thinking Toothy Grins, right? Yeah. What about Chris Rock? What about what? I mean, he's... But Chris Rock. Well, but Chris Rock, yeah. I, Chris Rock, I think is a, is a, in my opinion, and I know this goes, you know, there are millions of other people that would agree with me. I've not seen much Chris Rock stand up, but he uh, seems like a much more natural stand up to me. I, I don't, don't know, th- but he's really, really funny. But he has this sort of permanent, you know, mule well, toothy grin on when he's when he's. Well, may, well, maybe it's... Well, I don't know, then. Maybe I'm, I'm drawing too much stuff. I just don't... I'm just not convinced by Seinfeld or, or uh, Shandling when they uh, do stand-up. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm not a big fan of the stand-up, but the Larry Sanders show, I love the yeah. Larry Sanders show. Yes. And it only, it's only seeing it now through this documentary, realising how close it was to real life, that I think is why it had sort of had that impact, because it, it was so real. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and and that's why I just wondered sort of what you thought. It was long as well, right? Four and a half hours. Yeah, but, I, I, but I'm not... But I'm, I'm of a generation that can sit through four and a half hours in one go without get without even getting up for a waz. Did you do it in one? I did it in two, because uh, I had difficulty... Right. I, I, I watched it through nefarious means, and I'm not proud of it, but it's, I think it's one of those things that needs to be watched. Um, so I, I did it. I did it in two, but um, but four and a half hours. I mean, come on, guys, that's nothing to an old man like me. <laughs> I know, I know. And and also, you know, I, um, I wanted to mention I was listening to your podcast from Monday earlier, the Thorny Mallet. Oh yes, um, yes, yes, and, yes. And and you sound like you're having a lot of fun. And just when you were talking to that chat before, oh. when you're opening up a little bit about your sort of creativity and where you are, yeah. I just wanted to. I thought for what it's worth. That whole section with her, yeah, that was it. Was really was really reminiscent of your sort of absolute days, when I think you sort of tend to get a bit more involved in that way. And I thought it was fantastic. What do you I mean by get? What do you it. mean by get a bit more involved in that way? I don't know well, what that sentence means. Well, you sort of really went went with her or for her, and, and in a fun way, and you kept her going for quite a while, and um, it was just sort of. I think you were just sort of playing with her, and it was fun. I don't think it was but malicious. That, no, no, it wasn't malicious at all. But that can only that. happen. That specific event, there was so much, you know, that was based on luck. The fact that she was calling the wrong radio station, that doesn't happen. Yeah. That doesn't... You know, the fact that I had said, all right, we're going to do the last 45 minutes straight to air, which, which I kind of vowed I wasn't going to do, but we did. So that, that means that when she phoned, she came straight through to me. The fact that she... That she was on a, that she didn't get she was calling another radio station. Yeah. There were so many factors at play that that stuff, that, that stuff, well, but that's exactly, but that's that, there were two calls with her, and those two calls were a combination of a thousand and one different factors all aligning. So you can't manufacture that, you can't predict no. that. And also, you say it kind of harks back to the absolute stuff. I don't, I, I don't, I don't really remember the absolute stuff. Even though I was there longer than I was at LBC, I always consider LBC kind of the, the more important out of those two. And also, I, I'm ten years older, so I don't, I don't want to go back to that stuff. I want to, I want to, mm. I want to have that stuff as part of my history, and it be a, a well, a, you know, a, a well, a, a garage of tools that I can, I can wow. kind of pop in and get a few things out if I need to. But I want to do. I think the show now, and you may disagree, and that's fine. But I think the show now, when it's at its best, is like, um, is like a million times better than, certainly better than the Absolute show. For most of the time, I was at Absolute. I was going through the motions. The first, the first year. I'd, I'd lost my confidence after LBC. Then we kind of hit a sweet spot for about a year. Then the last, however long I was there, eighteen months, I was, I was basically doing 
everything I'd done the previous year and I, and I felt tired and I felt like I was copying myself and recycling myself and although I was heartbroken when they let me go I was really really relieved because I thought the show had run its course well I'll tell you from, from, the, from my listening point of view yes. those things that you mentioned about the repetitiveness and the, you know the, for me as a listener that's one of the things that I enjoyed in that time because yeah. uh, I, you know I like that part of your spiel I yeah. like that part of your repertoire you know it's what makes me tick and I really like that. So, and I get that you want to sort of move on and do all of that, and, and that's obviously fine. But you know, it's like an old rock band coming on to, on the stage. You want to hear some of the old stuff, don't you? You want to hear some of the golden oldies. So, not that I'm requesting it, but the fact that it evolved into something like that just made me hark back to those days. And I thought I'd mention it. You know how much I enjoyed it. Um, thank you, man. Thanks for the recommendation. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, I'm just going to block this twat on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, I never said I was bullied, by the way, guys. I never said I was bullied. Just to clarify that again. Uh, this is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Oh, I'm on the end. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Matthew on YouTube, I've just started. Could you do me a favour? We're going to do something that I might regret. Everybody that's... All the users that are hidden, could you unhide them? Let's give everyone... Let's let's give everyone a royal pardon, shall we, Matthew? I've just started. I've done a few, um, but there's there's still quite a few. So if we can go and... Um, uh, uh, so if you have, have been blocked from commenting on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Ian Lee, in about five minutes... You will be... Is that all right, Matthew? If you send me a little message on the screen so I can see that that's okay. And, um, Jeff, you can go and help as well if you want. Um, the, 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 in about five minutes' time, you will be... Um, you will be free. You will be relieved. And you will be... You will be, um, back. And, um, that, that will happen. That, that's... That is because I am, um... I am benevolent. I am a very benevolent uh, human being. And um, so... uh, Yeah, bring the Nazis back, Matthew. Bring them all back. Bring them all back. What I want... I've blocked about 780 people on Twitter. And I looked at unblocking them all, apart from maybe five, including that nutjob who turned up on Saturday night. Uh, But, you know, so... um, I was going to unblock them all, just to see what happened. Because now, it, now it doesn't they don't mean anything to me. But there's no way of doing a, a mass. There's no way of doing a mass unblock on YouTube. So I thought, stuff it then. Oh well, never mind. Um, but if you go, to, I don't, well, anyway, I, um, if you get the other caller back, I'm going to go to Deji. Good evening, Deji. Hi, hi, Ian. Hello, Deji. What hi, you got Godwin. for us? Hello. Um, hi. So, um, I was wondering, yes. first of all, you should, you, you should have unblocked those people. Just leave them blocked. I'm, I'm a, I am a benevolent dictator, Deji, not like you. I am a kind human being, whereas you are cold and heartless. Well, <laughs> it's only going to bring more heartaching. I think you should leave them blocked. Well, we, we may find out that you're quite possibly right. I think you are right. <laughs> we may find yeah. out, yeah. Because, uh, because you did... Something before you blocked them, didn't they? 
Yeah. They must have said something that upset you. Yeah, they they were annoying at very yeah. least. Yeah, just just yeah. There's too much out there. Trust me, you don't want it. Well, let's um, let's see what the way. Listen, if it's very very easy to to block them again on on YouTube, it's very easy. So let's. You have to go through them individually. Yeah. Too much. You just have 700. That's a lot. Well, no, se- well, 700 is Twitter, and I can't unblock them because that will take forever. So I'm not unblocking them. It's just maybe the hundred odd people on on YouTube, and I've got my lackeys to do that for me. <laughs> I've got my moderators to do that for me. So that's um, so that's yeah, fine. <laughs> but yeah, you're probably right. The people on Twitter, I don't necessarily want to unblock. This is the first time I've called your radio show. Nice. So um, would you want a medal? I don't know if you know what's going on this weekend. There was a boxing match going on this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Your sat-nav's talking to you. Do you know where you're going? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've just left work, and I'm about ten minutes away now. All right. From home. Okay. And what's so, waiting um, What's waiting for you at home? How do you mean? Well, is it food? Is it love? Is it a hot bath? What's ha- what's, what's <laughs> What are you going to get? <laughs> Woo! Um, well, I'm going to have a shower. Yeah. And um, my wife and baby are waiting at home. Okay, so a, a, a shower they would then. Definitely sleep. be asleep. Yeah, yeah sleep. They would All definitely right. be asleep. All right. Well, how old's your baby, man? She's four. Oh, it's not a baby. <laughs> Four's not a baby. She's virtually a worker. Four's not a baby. Send her <laughs> up a <laughs> chimney. Well, she's still my baby. Oh, oh. come on, dear God. She does speak now. Yeah, she she can she can. She can answer back. She remembers yeah. things now. She remembers things. That's the thing. She remember. She will grass you up to mummy if you if you if she catches you doing stuff you're not meant to be doing. You can't get away with nothing when they're four. That's right. She does that already. Right. You want you want what you want to you want to talk about Amir Khan's boxing match? That's true. So Go on. I was wondering what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I was in... Uh, Catherine? I think two men are going to strip down to their pants. Go. Oh, here we go. And <laughs> and punch each other. God. And then sometimes do this thing where they look like they're hugging, but actually they're just having a breather. There we go. That's, That's true. That happens in, in yeah. boxing. Uh, um, I, listen, I was invited. Wait. I won't be going because I can't be bothered. Not because I've got any beef with him or anything. I don't no, know seriously? enough about... I don't know enough about him, Deji, as a boxer to know... Um, all the others are going. I, I don't know enough about him as a boxer to know if he's any good or not. Do you still speak to him on a regular basis? Um, no. I will probably WhatsApp him later in the week and wish him luck. And, and that'll be it. Yeah, because I think I think something might happen in the first second round, and uh, it might be yeah, it might go against Amir. I think. Well, so I was just wondering if you've seen him lately and how you felt he was. If he was confident for the boxing match or. Hang on a minute, Catherine's, Catherine's going to do uh, do a thing again. No, I'm just, are you p- planning to put a bet on or something, Deji? It looks <laughs> like you're trying to get some inside info. What? What? I am. Yeah. Of course he is. I have suggested that um, Amir does that classic trick of putting a um, a, a horseshoe in his boxing glove. Oh, I was going to say messages on his boots, on his soles of his boots. No, but, but, uh, but, uh, a horseshoe in his boxing glove. I don't know. Listen, I wish him the the very best of luck. You know, because um, I, I, you know, I've got no beef with him here, and um, I, I wish him the you best. You've said that now twice. I'm beginning to think you've got beef with him. <laughs>
I hope he gets the shit knocked out of him. Here's my message to Amir Khan. I hope that you get knocked out mercilessly for stitching me up in the jungle about them flipping strawberries. I hope your glass jaw shatters, Khan. And the Daily Mirror's entertainment desk springs to life. There you go. There's your clip. Send them that clip. That's what they wanted. That's what they wanted. Because I, I saw the press conference and I thought he kind of overreacted. It was such, it was so, um, it wasn't a mirror. At one point, <laughs> he got up and um, he spilled water on the other guy. And I thought, that's no, you, you've never ever done that before. So I felt he was a bit nervous. Yeah. So I was hoping, I was hoping he could give me an inside info. It is the thing, bet against him and you'll be okay, fella. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let us, know how, let us know how your bet goes, Deji. Will do. This is the first time I've had a chat with you, and it's been great. Nice one, fella. Right. You too. But thanks a lot. I've really enjoyed it. Bye-bye. All right, then. Bye-bye. What, what a nice guy. I liked him. I did. Um, evening, Gareth. Hello. Hello, Gareth. Yeah, hello. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying the show tonight. Thanks, man. It's, enjoy- it's, it's a good one tonight. enjoyed the last, you know, the war one that you've done. Oh, yeah, on oh, the war one. For those who missed it, you can go and download the podcast, War. Yeah. Yeah, but no, my anxiety has just been up and down. And, oh. Um, it's the new symptom has been sleep paralysis. I don't know if you've ever heard of it or experienced it. So, wait, this is where, what now, is this when you wake up but you can't move your body? It feels like some, it's, it's very, it feels like somebody's holding you down. Um, yeah, no, I've never had, I've heard about it, I've read about it, I've never had it. Oh, it's terrible, it's, it's, you see, uh, I, I, as I say, I put it down to my stress, because yeah. it's the only thing I can think of. Is there anything that's stressing you out, man, or is it just life in general? It's just like, like a bolt out of the blue, like I said before, it just sort of comes whenever, I have a, when my head is free, like, one have too much time to think. Thinking, this is the this is the thing, man. It's thinking. <laughs> thinking is the, yeah. is the is the is the is the best and also the worst thing that people can do for themselves. Like some of the things, your head can just wander and it can just you can think anything. It's scary. Um. Yeah. Well, um, have you got people that you can talk to? Yeah, some yeah, something like that. Okay, all right then. Well, as long as you've got people that you can talk to, Gareth, and you can share this stuff with, because the thing I find is if I keep if I don't share stuff and I sit on my own, the thoughts bounce around in my head, and with every bounce, they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, um, until I start believing all kinds of stuff that I don't actually want to believe in. So I find that talking to people or even just texting people. Or even phoning the Samaritans sometimes. Um, yeah. I find it can be really helpful. That's the same thing that happens to me. Yeah. And it's mostly whenever your, your mind's free. It's sort of like you always have to keep yourself occupied. Yeah, exactly. The best you can. And the way I, I used to do the drama and I used to do barbering. But I have to get back to it. Because barbering? What, cutting people's hair? Yeah. Oh, beautiful! I used, to, I used to do acting, and then I moved on to barbering. Yeah. I know it's a bit, 
a bit left field, but the, uh, the way I look at it as they were all creators in their own way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Barbara is a, is, a, is a great form of artistry. Yeah. Well, listen, man, as long as you find the thing that works for you, um, yeah. then, you know, that, that will help you. That will help you a lot. And, uh, and um, you know, you call us as often as you want, Gareth. Thanks very much. All right, I mate. Appreciate it. Take I'll, care, I'll talk to you later. Bye. See you later on. Bye bye. Everyone's everyone's um, struggling, man. Everyone's struggling in their own way. I've had that sleep paralysis. Thing Have before. you? It's horrible. I've had it twice. But maybe you had a ghost um, on you, a succubus or an incubus. Both times, I thought someone was holding me down. I thought someone was in the room, and um, it happened. It's, it's stress. I think brings it on. Doing exams and things. First time was when I was an A level student. Second yeah. time was when I was at university, and you kind of. You think you've woken up. Yeah. You think someone's standing over you. Yeah. You try to you try to move, and you feel. I, I remember, you feel like someone's pushing your chest down. Wow. Like you can almost yeah, feel hands yeah. pushing you down. I'd the second time that. it happened, I I I woke myself up by jumping out of bed. I'd love that. I would love it. It was awful. I love it. It was awful. It was terrifying. But yeah. you feel like there's a. It feels like there's a good twenty minutes of you being pushed. So like I like a really good nightmare. Really good terrifying everyone's dead get the blood pumping nightmare oh i love it it's like it's like um virtual reality it's like being inside a horror film love it can't get enough of it i wish there was like you could go to the doctors and they'd give you a drug oh but actually my medicine does give my metazapine gives me those great beautiful love it what about those ones where you wake up in a foul mood with somebody because they've done something yeah love it or the ones where you wake up in love with someone that you'd never really looked at before because because you'd had a, like a romantic not even a sexy dream but a romantic dream and you wake up thinking oh i'm in love with them oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number this is the late night alternative on talk radio closing time conversation for tax inspectors taxi drivers and taxidermists great big talk for the week You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Last thirty minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes on at one o'clock. It doesn't look like Russ in Litchfield has has, uh, got the balls to call in, mainly because we're not talking about immigrants or Brexit or any of those boring old lazy phone-in radio tropes that um that feed people like that but we have got one agent provocateur good evening alistair how are you doing i'm doing i'm doing very well mate how are you doing uh i'm, I'm all right i'll just um turn your radio off please oh sorry is that better <clears throat> Yeah, I'm a big fan of you, Ian. I think you do a great job. I think you do a great show. But? Uh, and really enjoyed your performance in the jungle. But? Everything. But? But you let me down tonight and yesterday with two phrases. Well, first of all, I haven't, I don't, I don't, I've not let you down. I've not let you down. Not let me down. Well, then let's choose our words very carefully, as I know you're calling in to speak about words. No, it's my thought structure, Ian. It's not you letting me down. I know what you're saying. Well, no, just just because I know you're about to pick me up on language, so let's just be precise in our language. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Go on. What do you mean, go on? How much you had to drink today, Alistair? 
a little bit. There we go. That's what you called in for. You, 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 you're having a go at Catherine on Twitter because of stuff I said in yesterday's show. No, I didn't have a go at Catherine. Yes, you did. You were rude. You were rude. No. Uh, Alistair, no, Alistair, listen, we're both stone cold sober. Trust me. You were rude, okay? And that's, that's fine. No, I wasn't. Alistair, you were rude, okay? Whether you no, think... Well, no, listen, mate. Whether you think you were or not, you were rude. I've seen the messages, okay? So... All I said was... I don't care what this. you said because I've seen the messages and they're rude, Okay. So, um, y- y- you've not phoned up t- because I talked about, um, bumming or whatever it, whatever it was that you phoned up about. You phoned up because you, 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 no, it's not. You phoned up because you're drunk. No. Yes. I mean. Yes. If you say the phrase nut job, I think it's offensive. Well, then I'm, then that's. No, it's not. How no. would you feel if someone called you a nut job? I, 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 if the, you uh, had uh, depression. No, if they called me a nut job because I had depression, I think, well, it's a stupid thing to say, but also, uh, uh, Alistair, I'm not buying it, mate. Listen, you phoned up, you're pissed, you won't remember this call tomorrow, okay? You were full of life and full of beans yesterday and banging on about how you love me and you love this show and you love life and all of that, and you fell off the wagon again. Don't take it out on me. Do not take it out on me. Well, we'll we'll disagree then. Do not take it out on me. I can offer you help, and I'm I'm really happy to offer you help and to offer you an ear, but don't take out your mistakes on me, Alistair. Okay. So how come you ended up drinking again? Well, um... No, I don't go into it. It's the usual story, isn't it? So, weakness, I suppose. Oh, it's not weakness. It's an illness. Yeah. So it's not weakness. So, um, you were doing so well, and then you weren't doing so well, and then you were doing quite well, and today you're not done so well. So how, how, um, what are you going to do tomorrow? Um, well, the same I've done today. Get pissed? It's not much, not much. Are you going to drink again? Um, I don't know. (laughs) The truth is I, um... Apart from that time before, yeah, this is the first time I've drunk since then. Well, that was last week, um, wasn't it? Yeah, last yeah, week. Yeah. So, so here's, 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 uh, here's... I don't know. I, I can't say. Um, I am in a position where I might throw it in the towel and just do it, and just well, you know, at the end of the day. <sighs> I enjoy that a little bit about being drunk and everything. I know it's not the answer, but you're then gonna, again, you, I've got nothing else. You're, you're going to go out and do a little bit. You're going to go out and do a little bit more research into it, are you? What do you mean? Well, you're going to do, do, you, you've not finished researching alcohol and its effect on your life. Well, I, I know that it's stupid not to, to drink. I know that, but. At the end of the day, um, and I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic, and sometimes I'm not strong enough to do the right thing. So that's 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 the 
So you're going to go out and do a little bit more research. Well, we're always learning, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Um, I would. Here's my suggestion: just stay off Twitter when you're drunk, man, because it winds. Because people that um, not necessarily care about you, but people that have um, um, certainly attempted. I tell you what, because it pissed me off. What you, it pissed me off? What you were saying to my friend, right? And it pissed me off that you didn't have the guts to say it to me, and uh, we both suspected that you were drunk. And I've got a soft spot for you, man, because I, you know, I have trod a similar path to you, and um, I, 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 I wish you, you know, we're not mates or anything, but I, I wish you success and sobriety in your life. But when you lash out, even in quite tame terms at people that wish you well, eventually those people will stop wishing you well. And maybe that's partly why we do it. We lash out at people that wish us well so that they go away, so then we've got another reason to, to get drunk or get high or get whatever it is that we do. Yeah. But just, you know, uh, you're you're better than this. You're better than this, ma'am. I agree. Yeah, well, that's a, that's that's a good sign. That's a good sign. If you do agree, then then that's brilliant. I'm sorry, Kath. Sorry. Um, I I appreciate you saying that to me. I can't speak on behalf no, of Kath. No, I do, but... but I don't think you should need to be sorry to me. You know what you need to do. You're better than this, man. You're much better than this, and it's not weakness. Uh, it's an illness, um, and um, you're better than this, brother. It was just the the thing about the um, the B word is is when I was at school, I was um, sent to Coventry and called that. Yes, for about four years. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that and, um, I'm sorry that, that a word that I said just, triggered it just, you. It just struck a, a yeah a chord, and I'm, I'm you know that's what yeah. I was upset. Well, anyway. I, well, uh, uh, listen. Um, the apologies that you were triggered uh, by a word that I said, um, but um, and it's not particularly the nicest word. It was a cheap gag that I went for. I can't quite remember the context, but it was a cheap gag that I went for, and um, uh, I will take on board what you said, but I, I probably won't curb my language. And the same with nut job. Um, I, I probably won't curb that language, but I appreciate you sharing with me that those two words triggered you. Okay, thank you. All right, mate. Take care, Alistair. Cheers, bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Um, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. Neon lit night talk for talk singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Yes, I know, Hannah. I don't know if you were just listening to the broadcast. I said I've unblocked everyone on YouTube. I don't know why. You know, stop running to teacher and deal deal with things amongst yourselves. And if Amanda is, she's not coming on the show, but she can talk there. And if she's rude and obnoxious, then she'll get blocked. And if you, you know, people, if people are rude and obnoxious, they'll get blocked. I'm giving people a second chance. You know, 
Um, it doesn't mean the necessarily, you know, she's not coming on the show, but she can hang out there. So just stop running to teacher. This is another thing about, this isn't specifically about this, but just, just if, but people running to teacher. You're normally teacher. Yeah, that's a surefire way. The, what, the ones I really like are the ones where you've blocked them or something and they come running to me because then I, I really feel like blocking them myself. Um, 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's just go to Donna. Hiya. Hello, Donna. Hello. Hello. What you got for us? Well, I was actually, when you were talking about uh, nightmares earlier on. Oh, yes. I was going to ask, it was maybe I made a question for Cass. Oh. But then probably babies could answer it. Okay, go on. Have you ever had a sexy dream about either it can like each other? <laughs> with oh, blimey. Well, I know I am a very, very horny, gen- sexually attractive gentleman. So Kath probably must have done. Uh. What? Come on, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Um... No, I haven't had one about Cass, but I must admit, when I used to, the last place we worked at, I had a sexually inappropriate dream about someone who worked there. I remember you told that me. Was, and, that was, and it was a weird vibe the next day. Very weird oh, yeah, vibe. She didn't know, and obviously, and you, you know. You don't even need to fancy the person. I mean, I work with guys, yeah. and I don't even look at them like that normally, but then I had this weird dream in the following day. I couldn't look, I couldn't look at them. And I kept saying, can you all right? And I'm like, oh, Ken, what do you say? And he didn't even Ken. I mean, it's not as if he knew. So you should have you should have said to him, look, I had this dream last night, and this is what we did. Do you fancy giving it a go? <laughs> you fancy giving it a go? It was bad enough the idea was in my head without actually saying to him. Oh. The thing is, though, yeah, I know. You can't blame yourself for what you dream. No, no, I can true. So you might as well go for it. <laughs> <laughs> dirty dog. Well, I hope that answers your question, Donna. That, 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 thanks very much. Thanks very much indeed. Um, let's go to Dan. I've just timed someone out for using not at the end of a sentence. Thanks for that. Not. Oh timed gosh. out. Is it 1993? <laughs> oh, man, I'm getting accused of picking on people now. Just, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> going to block you all again. Um. Let me swing the scythe on there. Go on, let me. Let no, me just do a call. No, 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 no. Let's, 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 you know, fine. Dan. Hello, Ian. How's it going? It's going all right, Dan. Although, you know, the the minutiae of um, social media... I don't think social media does us any good. I think it's really, really unhealthy for us. Certainly yeah, brings out the worst in me. Really brings out the worst in me. And um, uh, and I think it brings out the worst in other people. And, and it elevates people to certain statuses that they shouldn't necessarily have. It, other people are dependent on said... I just... You know, and I'm going to get a load of flack tomorrow... I'll get tweets and then they'll be deleted tomorrow because I've muted someone on because I've timed someone out on YouTube and it's just like oh guys it, you know if if it's going to be a major faff and if you can't all look after yourselves then we'll stop doing it yeah well I agree I tweeted you at the weekend you didn't get back to me oh no <laughs> Dan's phoned up for um, retribution no not really no it wasn't it wasn't meant to be getting back to it but you know what did you tweet uh, me Dan uh, just uh, really glad that you came to Belfast to do the rabbit hole. Oh, it was good. You had a wicked time there. We, we, we need to work out what we're going to take there next time. Yeah, it was stupid of us to try and do Dublin one day and Belfast the next because we really didn't see enough of either place. Did we? we didn't see any of it. We, we saw a, yeah. the train and that was it. We didn't see anything. The train was flipping brilliant. The train was great. And then I had, I had yeah, to, yeah. I had to, we had to leave at like three the next morning because yeah. I got, I got the dates wrong and... Um, 
it was, uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll be back, we'll be back. We just don't know with what yet. The reason why I'm ringing you, Ian and Kath, is because I'm looking to get into radio myself, and I'm just, I'm struggling. I'm looking to get to know, you know, why, or how you got into it yourselves. Uh, radio? Yeah. Um, okay, well, there were two ways I got into it. I was doing stand-up comedy, and I had an agent who wasn't very good, but he got me a gig at a local radio station, which I did for six months, and I quit because I hated it. Um, but then I got into radio as a career because I was on telly, and it was the late 90s, early 2000s, and the radio people were being lazy and were giving anybody that was on a television show a radio show. So I had a show on XFM, and I didn't yeah. treat it with... I treated it with contempt and disgust and they, they really wanted me to do the breakfast show, and I couldn't be bothered with it. Um, and, and so that's how I got into radio. I had a thrice-weekly late-night topical comedy show. Catherine, yourself? Um, yeah. I finished university with a languages degree and thought, what am I doing with this? I don't want to be a teacher. I uh, don't really want to be a translator. I know. I, I used to write. I, so I um, trained as a journalist. I went on a broadcast journalism course for a year and got a job as a newsreader and um, ended up sort of going to another station. I went to the BBC and worked around the station, got loads of opportunities to do different things there uh, and ended up where I am now after about 17 yeah. years. But, you know, journalism is one way in. You might not want to do that forever, but it's a solid way. And there's a solid path into radio that way still. Yeah. I mean, I've been trying and trying to get um, my ass in through the door, but yeah. um, it's uh, proven difficult. What, um, what are you, you hoping to do? Are you, uh, pre are you hoping to go into presentation? Presentation, like Ian, yeah. Right, well, yeah. You got to be like. There's loads of people trying to do that. You got to get in. You got to go in there and be prepared to make the tea you've first. You got to be. You got to be wicked. You've got to have charm. You've you got to have wit. You got to be jammy. Got to be good. You got to be jammy. Did it's... you guys mention a guy called Danny Morris? You meant to get. Yeah, he's, the, he's, he's the boss, the boss here. here. Yeah. He hasn't got a clue. <laughs> he's out of his depth. He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. He's chanced it. He'll be on his ear in six months. But thankfully, he took a chance on us. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, well, I'll try and get in touch with him. Write to him, and if you don't hear anything, write to him again. And if you don't hear anything, write to him again. And repeat around yeah. radio stations where you can get to them, right? If you can get a weekend shift, like backing someone up in production, make the cups of tea, ask questions, learn things. Only need to be that person you only need to tell him once, right? But most of all, be available, because that's how things happen. A lot of I it is about being that. around, you know, being the person yeah. who's, who's around at the time. Dan, best of luck, mate, but not too much luck, luck because I want jobs. So Kaz Kari's tweeted me, would it be possible for you to write down the rules for the broadcasts, probably for Periscope 2 somewhere? The YouTube would work, but Twitter in, is general. I just think it would be nice. Every so they want me to write rules. Here, right, I, I, I'll tell you the rules, right? Don't be an arsehole. Don't be racist. Don't be homophobic. Don't be rude about people that um, I work with. And don't be rude about me. That's don't, it. And don't be irritated. That's it. That's it. That is it! Those are the rules! Behave like you would to, um, to, if you were on a bus, or if you were, um, I I having a fate, or you're buying a coffee, or you were at work, or you were, um, buying a pair of shoes, or, it behave how you would if you were talking to people face to face. That is it! That is it! Behave how you would if you, you wouldn't go up to someone face to face and go, do you know what? I think that woman you work with is shit. Maybe you would. Well, don't do it here. <laughs> Catherine, you're going to say something. Um, 
Could you write down some of those rules for life, though? Because I think some people struggle with that. I think so. I think so. Um, but here's the thing. People confuse... If people behave like they did in real life on Twitter, Twitter will be great. With a few exceptions, but there's a few exceptions in life. And if people behaved on the YouTube chat like they did in life, the YouTube chat would be great. It's generally great. Uh, the Periscope is, is a cesspit, you know. It's a cesspit. But if people behaved like they did when you're out buying a, a shirt or you're buying a coffee. You may buy a coffee. Can I get, um, I'm going to get a, a medium latte, please. Do, would you like any muffins today? No, I won't. Oh, no, do do you know what? Yes, I will. I'll have a chocolate muffin and I'm going to have it in, please. There you go. That's £4.50. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Right? That's that's called manners. Can I give you an example of how that wouldn't work in real life? Yes. Um, From someone who who tweeted me earlier on, who would never say this to me in real life. Who would never dare speak to me like this in real life. At the risk of sounding like a perv, I think you would get over 500 viewers on YouTube if you wear a low-cut top, a push-up brazier, and the camera is facing you. Tarty red lipstick would also be a nice touch. Kiss. I mean... This is someone who's never spoken to me before. But imagine going into Costa and saying to the the, the young lady there, listen, just to say... um, I hope you don't think this is pervy, but... It's pretty pretty busy in here, but I think it'll make it busier. You've got a cracking set of tits. If you undid those two buttons, no, make it three, the lipstick, it's not slutty enough. Get some bright red stuff on. And also, if you had some fishnet stockings on them, just roll that skirt up three inches and show, bend over a bit and show your ass. Think business would get, you wouldn't do that. You, d- d- behave out, it's just, it's common sense, man. It's common sense. Oh, God. Anyway, hope that helps. It really is just, um... Uh, good evening, Kevin. Hello. Hey, Kevin, what you got for us? Um, I know this is probably an old subject, but, um... I'm an old man. On my AVI, saying James Whale, but obviously you're not James Whale. Yes. Uh, um, you're Ian. Hello. And the, one of the questions I wanted to ask is that it's something that's been brushed under the carpet, is the historical child abuse at Westminster. Um, well, the investigation's ongoing, isn't it? Yeah, but they've had four people now. Well, I think... Uh, could, you, do you know what? You're right. We've not heard about it in... It, it, we've not heard about it for a while. But it, it has uh, started, hasn't it? Well, it did do, yeah. And then there was four people... Yeah, uh, but then they got, the, they got the fourth person in, and that fourth person is still there, and it's... No, she's gone. She's, she was from New Zealand. No, no, I thought that person got replaced. Yeah, but that's now the fifth person. Okay, so but the, the fifth person. Is, or... Well, but the fifth. Uh, well, I'm sure you could find it if you googled it. Yeah, I know, but it's just one of those things that gets pushed <laughs> on the carpet. Well, we no, it does. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. That, that, I mean, um, uh, the the thing about it is, is that the the, the news is kind of cyclical. So something else mm. happens, and then something else happens. But I do yeah. remember reading a story about it um, about a month ago. Um, yeah. uh, and about how it was still going on. So it, it's it's happening, and while I guess while the investigation is happening, there's not really a lot. There's not really a lot they can say, can they? So they, they've got to investigate no, it to to but find it's not out moving forward because it, well, you know, Westminster. Yeah. You know? So oh, so you think that Westminster is stopping it happening? Yeah, I think they've probably got uh, some kind of clip on the uh, on the uh, media. You know, there's probably 
you know, let's let, let's brush it under the carpet. Oh I no, mean, no, I don't think I no no I don't. Uh, I get what you're saying. I don't know. Oh, man, why didn't you call in an hour ago? We've only got three minutes left, and this is fascinating. (laughs) I I honestly, (laughs) but then I would say this, I honestly don't think it is the government, you know, kind of pulling strings in the media. I could be wrong, of course, and and of course I would be saying that because I'm in the media. Yeah, Um, but uh, But I genuinely don't think that. I genuinely, and maybe this is naive, Kevin, but I genuinely think that there's not really a lot to talk about because the the you know the investigation is is ongoing and that there won't be anything to talk about until that's well, approaching completion I, I understand that but why is it like you know uh you know the Jimmy Savile carry on the yeah. um you know the, these all these celebrities got pulled in straight away but yet um there's nobody been Held to question. Well, Savile you know? didn't co- get pulled in straight away. Well, no, he, he was didn't. dead. I mean, I, I've met Savile, and he's not a very nice. Well, he wasn't a very nice person, but um, uh, you know, it, it was a bit of a lech, to be honest. Um, but it's putting him out. Now it's coming to Westminster. Why is it that not nobody's been held accountable or even brought into question? Well, I just think. Um, You've got to be so careful because there have been a lot of false accusations made. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you know Cliff Richards. Cliff. Well, let's let's be careful because there's a court case going. It's not going on specifically about that, but yes, that was a false accusation that was made. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about the who is the guy that died? Not Jana. There was a was it Lamont? No. Was it? I'm it, not it, sure. was, it was someone who who'd been accused of it and mm-hmm. died with that. Oh. Kind of cloud oh, hovering. Yeah, they said that he had dementia or something. No, 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 that was Jana. That was Jana. There was someone, I thought it was Lamont, who'd been accused of it, and, um, or there were kind of rumblings, and then that person died, and then oh. about six months after they, he died, the, uh, they, the police went, no, there was absolutely nothing there, and it was a fantasist. It wasn't right. Lamont, but it was, it was someone like that. It, it, yeah. it was well, not, the, the, go on. It, 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 uh, who, who bloody hell I'm was it? Sure. Anyway, I'm listen. Sure. Leon, Britain. Leon Britain, thank you, Paul Ross. Thank you. Leon Britain, there we go. Um, Paul Ross just <laughs> chip, chip, chip it in. Kevin, listen, man. Uh, uh, you, we've got to end the show because you just heard Paul Ross. He's on at one o'clock. Um, give, oh, us, give us a call earlier tomorrow, please, mate, because I'd love to chat to you about this. Okay, what time are you on here? I'm on t- Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night until one in the morning. Lovely. But you'll get I'll a fair hearing, too. Kevin. You'll get a fair hearing on this. Okay, thank you, yeah. Nice yeah, one, mate. I'll speak I to you tomorrow, hopefully. More, I, I think there's more discussion there, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely fella. Okay. We'll have a chat tomorrow. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Lovely. You too. Thank you very much. Bless Paul Ross putting his head in. <laughs> he, was, he was more frustrated with me than I was. I can imagine him out there going, it's Leon Britton. It's Leon Britton. And I was thinking... That's it from us. We're back tonight at 10. Until then, thank you. Paul Ross is up next. Bye-bye.